Boys Club. Is it called Boys Club because my apartment looks like a boy lives in it? I wouldn't say a boy lives in it. I would say a boy is kidnapped somewhere in here. Boys Club. We're everything. We're true crime. We're, we're world true, star hip hop. world star hip hop. We're Netflix reviews. Stories of the day. Boys Club. Listen. Yeah, do it. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Uh, I think. Uh, no, we're not. And on Google Play. Nobody gives a shit. Boys Club. Boys Club Podcast. Now with 90% more sound clips of black people. Boys Club. Touch me and I'll sue Hi there, this is T. Johnny with Quirky and or Queer, a podcast about otherness. Join me as I interview people in the community. I talk to musicians, community workers, artists, comedians, and even my mother about otherness. How does this shape their careers, their romantic pursuits, creative projects, and shape their overall worldview? There are lots of laughs, plenty of tender moments, and some deep conversations. Find Quirky and or Queer on your favorite podcast app. Here at Intoxia Reviews, we intellectually dissect the art of cinema, scene by scene. Here's some clips. Oh, he is. It's just a fucking big wooden doll full of cum, chasing kids around. <laughs> you look up guys who poop in a bag. Because I think that's where you'll find them. Because he is hurt. It's probably just in your search history anyway, isn't it? This movie fucking blows. So don't forget to subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews on all places you find podcasts. Except Spotify. We're working on it. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Oh, hey, Internet. And welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. This is the podcast where I have friends, various guests, and comedians on, and we shoot the shit about life while drinking. And I am your host, Sarah. And this week, I am so stoked to bring you an episode with a returning guest. This is actually his seventh appearance on the podcast. It is Mr. Andrew Vaughn, the big cat, a good friend of mine. He is back for solo episode number two on the podcast. He has done three live streams, one crossover, one anti-Christmas episode, and now two solo episodes. So Andrew's a good friend of mine. He is an intoxicated regular. It was really, really nice to sit down, shoot the shit, and talk about a lot of things. Holy shit. Um, This is an action-packed episode. There is a lot of random topics that we talk about. We make a joke at one point talking about how it's like the weather in Halifax. So if you don't like one topic, just wait about five minutes and it changes to something else. I always love having Andrew on. Please make sure that you do follow him on social media. I will leave the links to follow him below. I don't think we did show plugs at the end of this episode, but one show that I know that Andrew will be at is actually in Moncton next weekend. That's Saturday, May 4th at 9 p.m. at Hell's Basement. He is there with the other two members of the Boys Club Comedy Podcast, Travis Lindsay and Dan Hendrickson. So any Moncton listeners, go out and see that show. It will for sure be a good one. I wish I could see it, but I am not in Moncton. And I will be doing 
a comedy live stream that night anyway. So depending on where you are, go check out the show and also check out the comedy live stream um, happening on Saturday, May 4th on the Intoxicated YouTube channel, possibly Twitch too. I think I'm probably going to do both again. Guests are to be announced, but I should have some comedians for that comedy live stream. And if you do want to find out where Andrew is at in terms of shows, you can check out his website. It is andrewvoncomedy.ca. And of course, if you are in Halifax, you can find him at various shows throughout the week all the time. So this was fucking fantastic. This is a long episode. Of course it is. Me and Andrew get talking and it just it just goes on and on and on. But it's fucking amazing and I love it. And I think you guys will too. Do make sure to follow Intoxicated on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast. Twitter is in underscore Toxicated. Make sure you subscribe wherever you find podcasts. Make sure you're getting those downloads. If you really dig the show, you can check out our Patreon page. That is patreon.com backslash Intoxicated. Leave us a iTunes rating or review if you like as well. And of course, telling a friend is always very helpful. And of course, like I've been saying lately, I have been doing video versions of episodes that are being posted on the Intoxicated YouTube channel. So the video version of this episode should be up either Friday or Saturday for you to enjoy as well. Anyways, guys, I'm going to get right to it. This is an awesome Intoxicated episode. This is everything you'd ever want in a drinking podcast. It is all over the place in the best way possible. Here is my episode with the big cat, Andrew Vaughn. Oh my gosh, okay. So, hello everybody. Hello. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. We are here with, what would it be, fifth or sixth time recording guest? Well, second time solo. Second solo. I did did one solo episode. You did three live streams. Three live streams and then this. And Christmas. What was Christmas? Oh, was that the crossover episode thing we did? Oh, shit. You did crossover and Christmas. You've been on the show Christmas? way more than what I thought. The anti-Christmas episode. You don't I remember guess. that magical one? I guess. With the rope? No. Oh, yeah. The rope where I want to, we did the gift exchange. <laughs> yeah. Well, those are more group <laughs> things. I don't. So that's. I feel like this is my second appearance. So, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I, I. Yeah. I count the group episodes, but they're not. They're not on the same level as a solo I like solo how I'm episode. justifying my uh, being on your podcast. We, we don't have to justify it. have a guest. We don't have to justify it. <laughs> Listen, even if I did an Andrew, I'd still love to have you oh, on. So good, don't good, even, yeah. you don't even worry. In fact, when you asked me, I was like, oh, thank God. Because mm-hmm. there's a level of comfort um, with a friend mm-hmm. versus someone that you might not know as well. Well, that's true. You can at least pound out a decent episode tonight mm. and then you got your episode for the week you don't have to worry about it got my so. episode for the week i have yeah. i know that like i have people in the pipeline it's just like sometimes a matter of like well, when that's the thing with guest podcasts right like sometimes yeah you just have a lull where you're like well i now i kind of have to rely on maybe like a past guest or a friend just to kind of like fill this week because then i got the next two or three weeks worth of new guests but i just got nobody this week exactly and a cool thing i'm going to be doing going forward is guest co-hosts Oh, okay yeah yeah. so if there's like if there's a cool pairing that i think might work so if you're a future guest on the intoxicated podcast and there's a co-host what it means is that sarah doesn't think you're very interesting Or, no or, co-host here. or it no means here. that Sarah's not comfortable enough on her own to talk no. to this person. I'm just fucking. Now, now I, you know what I just did there? I just made, I just made every future Halifax comedian who comes on your show and walks into a, a fucking co-host go. Oh. 
That's why I did it. They put the seeds out there just to fuck with them. Oh, man. I have some. Yeah, I have some. Definitely have some people. I want to reach out to that sunny guy. Yeah. He's he's going to be in town soon. I might reach yeah. out to him. Yeah. I don't know if he'll do it. <laughs> well, it's worth a shot. Yeah. I'm I'm going to go to Snigley's and introduce myself like regardless, but that's usually how I do the thing. Mm-hmm. I just put it out there and I say, "Listen, and if you like it, yeah. you can come on." I like doing that better than asking because I don't want them to feel like obligated. Yeah, we take the opposite approach with our podcast. People ask to come on and I say, "We don't do guests." <laughs> <laughs> Do you get a lot of, oh yeah, Baron the lead, host of the Boys Club Comedy Podcast, right here, you hear their ad every week, yeah. um, one third of the Boys Club. It's funny with the ads, just to digress for a second. Yes. If I didn't play your ad and I didn't play like Mark Splute's ad at the beginning of my show, I would forget to plug any fucking podcast. Mm. But like when I listen to Mark's, it's like he plays our ad and then he plugs other people's podcasts that don't even have ads. I'm like, Aww. I'm like, I would never remember to do that. Right? I just get too caught up in talking. Does he do travels. that? Does he do that at the beginning of his show or he like throughout? It, like he has a sent. He has a segment where he just talks about what's been going on with his week before he has a guest on. I love that idea. And uh, that's when he makes sure to like. Listen to them and listen to that and listen to this. Right. That's really cool. And that's when he plays our ad and stuff like that. But yeah, I would just forget. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and the the ads are good because it, it just takes it away. Yeah. Right? And, and the thing is, like, I have the problem is, like, I have lots of friends that have podcasts. I would love to throw ads up for them. But after some point, it's like, how many fucking ads do you put on a podcast? That's kind of what I'm you wondering, know? too, because right now I have three. Yeah. I've been doing well, three. You and Mark, I think, are perfect for us. We mm. all, you know. You you Cousin do a lot pods. of stuff with us on podcasts. We do a lot of stuff with you. Yeah, uh, I do a lot with Mark. You know, he they're comedy know. focused podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm not opposed to having other people uh, other plug other people's podcasts. It's just my big thing is like, well, I, I put you at the end, mm. but like then people are just going to turn off because both both of our shows are longer form. Yeah, so we're pushing like. Uh, you know, an hour forty five to two. two. Every week. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes I'll go as long as like two twenty. At two twenty, I'm like, I gotta shut this down. <laughs> yeah. Like I've I used to be really bad at that. I used to, I used to try to force shorter episodes, and then I just said like, fuck it. Like if they're enjoying it, yeah. they'll keep listening, and if not, they don't have to. Yeah, yeah. That's just yeah. kind of how I see it. Yeah. But like, it, I I find it harder sometimes to have shorter combos than longer ones. I think it's, yeah, definitely. I always say, I was feeling when we do our podcast that the first hour just goes by incredibly fast. Oh, yeah. And even though we have fun in the second hour, that it drags a little bit more. Like, I'm not saying it drags. It's I don't want people to think, oh, he just said half his podcast is good, half of it's shitty. Yeah. it's not what I mean. I just mean, like, I know I'm more conscious of the time in the last hour because I'm thinking, like, oh, are we close to wrap? So I'm, I'm looking at the clock more to be like, oh, are we close to wrapping it up? Not because right. I'm bored, but... Because I want to make sure it's, we're not talking and all of a sudden, like, it's three hours. Exactly. And we only do a two-hour show. And you don't want to start a topic that's, like, crazy deep or something. Yeah. And just to be like, oh, we got to stop. <laughs> and, when I, like, I know our yeah. outro is two minutes long. I love your outro. Point, at this point. And I know that, like, you know, we have to start to plug our dates before we go. Like, so there's... Yeah. We really got to wrap things up more, like, around... Instead of two hours, we got to start wrapping things up around an hour and 51 minutes. And, True. And so that's why I think that second hour feels, like, longer, because I'm always looking at the fucking clock trying to figure out, oh, yeah, exactly. And then other times, you can just be like, holy shit. Yeah. That yeah. went by so yeah. quick. Yeah. yeah it, it, it can, I think people get 
kind of intimidated when, uh, especially newer people, when they come on, they're like, so how long do you normally go for? And I was like, you know, to be honest, like, I'd take a solid hour. Mm-hmm. I would post a solid hour episode, but typically it's an hour and a half to two. Mm-hmm. It's somewhere yeah. in between there. I think hour and a half to two is just good length for podcasts. I agree. I think yeah. an hour is way too short. Unless it's like a subject-oriented podcast. Yeah. Like, if I'm listening to... Like a true crime. Like, if I'm listening to a true crime, I think an hour is good for an episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A, because if there's more to be told, they can do they do multiple parts, so they leave you... Yeah. Fucking want more. They do, yeah. But, actually, because yeah, it feels like... True crime feels like a TV show, anyway. It does. Even though it's just Because it's narrative. It's narrative, and it's a real life... It's not just people like, what did you think of what happened on the news? I don't know. How's your dating life going? I don't yeah. know. Like, like, yeah. So, you kind of... Yeah, that format fits, I think. Yeah. Uh, for an hour, but um, yeah, I like two hour because I'm going to sit down and I'm, I'm most of when I'm driving anyway. So yeah, driving people like that's a huge thing. Commuting mm-hmm. and most people's commutes are at least. But half I will hour, say, like every minutes. Thursday morning, I wake up. I'm like, oh, it's New Mark's Blue Day. Aww. Like I get excited for my podcast. Same so, like, for you guys though, like, because Friday, I'm like, oh yeah, Tuesday Sarah's nights. episodes out and Legion Skanks is out. I like, love that, and I, yeah. I think that's the intent of any podcaster to get their audience yeah. thinking that. And I you used know? to listen to way much more podcasts when I had a full-time day job because I just had my headphones in all day. Right. You just listen all the time. It's like it's like customizing your own radio station. Yeah. Do you listen to, like, is there, do you listen to a lot now outside of the immediate circle? Yeah, I tried. Like, I listen to you. Uh, I listen to Mark's Blued. Um, I'm behind on this True Crime podcast. But the, the good thing about True Crime podcasts where they're like, at like usually one episode per fucking topic you can get behind on it you can move around you don't have to be like fuck i can't listen to this week's like i've missed a month i don't know what's right not that our podcast you could drop in at any moment either but i just feel like it's easier to get behind on those ones Um, yeah that's true but other than that like uh shane ogden's a comic from new brunswick and i've been trying to keep up on his podcast but so new that it's like i forget about it right right yeah yeah yeah. like it's a good podcast i just forget to yeah. fucking tune in because I'm like oh shit yeah that yeah. thing's on my feed but yeah Fridays and Thursdays are my like yeah hey, my podcast oh, come out today but, yeah. I love I love that we have a cool little mm. community here mm. it's it's pretty check out Spluecast people yeah. and if I'm check drinking at it's home great. and doing work I'll put a podcast on yeah I feel like depending on the work I feel like sometimes I get too into podcasts and I get distracted or you but get, if it's menial work like if it's host stuff yeah, like or you're just your work requires more concentration then you find yourself going ah fuck I gotta rewind that podcast exactly because you didn't quite hear what they said yeah. Yeah, yeah oh yeah 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 whereas like I feel like with your podcast it's usually I'm usually coming home from trivia mm-hmm. it's late <laughs> well, normally we try, to, we try to make sure it's up every Tuesday we record no, on Tuesday so yeah, we try great. to make sure it's up on Tuesday it's awesome I love that yeah. so I usually listen either the next day or the night of um but, like, it's funny because, like, I'll have my phone, like, in the bathroom and I'll be over and then, like, I'll hear something that I disagree with and I'll be like, what? no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll actually yell out loud. I don't even real. I think this is not podcast related, but last night when I was drinking, I think it was, like, two in the morning or something. And I went to go take a piss and I didn't realize just how loud the song was I was listening to at my desk oh. until I could hear it <laughs> right? so clearly in my bathroom. And yeah. my bathroom's a long ways away from That's where my true. desk That's true. Yeah, you have a hallway. Yeah, and it's around a corner in a hallway. And I just was like, ah, this is probably a little too loud. I'm going to continue to listen to music. I should put headphones in. And then yeah. I put headphones in and just listened to hip hop and fucking rapped along with it for like two hours. So, so I'm so glad my roommate didn't bring, his ch- uh, bring a chick home. 
to find me with headphones on, drunk at three in the morning, hit, fucking belting out some Biggie Smalls. Like, that would have been a weird way to introduce myself. I just realized that we, we've been chatting away and have not explained our background at all. People uh, are going to, like, watch this and be like, what? Yeah. the point of Jurassic? <laughs> I asked Andrew what he wanted, and he said mm. Jurassic Park. Well, I was watching some dinosaur videos online, so I was just kind of in the mood. What are your thoughts on all of the Jurassic Park movies? Like, obviously the first one's the best. I haven't yeah, seen I, mean, I haven't seen the most recent one. No, I haven't seen the most recent one either. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's things to like in all of them. You can't... They're not... Like, the first one's great. You just can't beat the first one. The first one's classic. The first one's good. Like, I had someone tell me once they thought the story was bad and, like, pretty boring in the first one. But I'm like, no, nah, like, it's not, like... It's just simple. But it was also, like... It's hard to hate the first one because if you grew up when the first one came out, I think like Oprah had a fucking episode where they they toured the fucking studios while they were like making the molds and shit. Like it was a big deal. Oh hell yeah! Like to have a production on that scale and have moving robotics on that scale. Yeah, was something that no one had done kind of since Jaws, sort of like Steven Spielberg or Star Wars, like which uh, you know. So yeah, the first movie's great. The second movie's like eh, it's okay. The third movie, I think the third movie is better than the second movie, to be honest. I don't mind the third one. I have certain friends in my life that are like, Jurassic um, Park 3 doesn't exist. It sucks. The thing I like about Jurassic Park 3, which they fucking reversed in the series, uh, is they started putting feathers on the dinosaurs in Jurassic oh, Park 3. Yes, like, especially okay. the Velociraptors had like actual feathers coming out of their head. Yeah, yeah. Because science at the time, we now know that dinosaurs were covered in feathers. Right, yeah, yeah, But yeah. we were just learning it at the time, so we didn't know how many feathers they had. But yeah. I like that somebody making that movie was like, on top of like, well, if science is saying it, we'll do it. We need to show. And also, <laughs> Velociraptors are apparently much smaller. Than yeah. what they well, made them out to no, be in the they movies. are in there. Like I was watching a video of it today. There's this dinosaur that's like really. F- the first era of dinosaurs are really tiny. They were like yeah. maybe up to our shin. Right. So the Jurassic era is when they started getting bigger. Right. And the raptors were around the size that we see in the films in the Jurassic. Oh, okay. Jurassic at least from what I this video was saying, but. Uh, yeah. But like, see that one picture up there with like the no the third uh, fourth one over. That's what. Oh like, yeah, that's what raptors are are supposed to look like. They got that's terrifying. Yeah, they got they basically look like a giant bird. And that's the thing: birds are dinosaurs. They're the yeah. modern birds are an evolution of the later species of dinosaurs that existed. That's insane. Yeah, I loved dinosaurs when I was a kid. They, did you ever tell you? They ever tell you the embarrassing school photo? No. Sometimes I don't have it on me. It's an, at home. It's. Back when you actually had physical school photos. I don't know what they do now. Mm. I wonder what they do uh, now. Maybe it's all digital. But, like, I was so obsessed with dinosaurs growing up that, like, I, uh, I, I made, like, I had this, like, sweater and a tie on, but then, like, I made, I was insistent that they, they pin a piece of paper to my shirt that says, I love dinosaurs. <laughs> Because I loved, di- I was five and I fucking loved dinosaurs. So cute. And I wanted everyone to know I loved dinosaurs. I need to, I need to see that picture. You need to see and that there's picture. like the biggest smile on my face. It was That's right before the world just crushed me completely. At what, at what point? <laughs> oh my gosh. We, we don't get into so much tonight. Uh, we are drinking for this mm-hmm. episode when I shouldn't yep. be, but Andrew has a bucket of beer beside mm-hmm. him. Yeah, leftover mishmash of all sorts of leftovers. You got you got a mishmash of yeah. all kinds of beer. Mm-hmm. And I'm drinking vodka and soda water as I do. It is boring, but it is It's a good drink. It is it is my drink and it's what I want to drink when 
I don't know, when I don't want to be sick yeah. or like risk anything. I'm just drinking so. enough beer so I can cram some edibles in my stomach and take this into fucking high gear. Ooh, <laughs> I don't mean the crack- podcast, just my addiction. <laughs> Just in general, yeah, just yeah. just Friday night. Yeah, it is Easter weekend as yeah. well. Yeah, which I don't know if that means. <laughs> My waitress today was like, "Happy Easter," and I was like, "Have a good weekend." Yeah, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Really. But I asked you before we recorded about like if you if your family ever was big into Easter because. Well, I think it's been a while be a since I've done anything for Easter. Like, my sister's having a dinner on, on Sunday, and, like, my initial reaction... Actually, this is so fucking stupid. I, got, I woke up to a text that said, dinner at my place, three three thirty on Sunday. My sister's name is Marina Ettinger. I don't know. Should, you're supposed to give last names out on a podcast? Um, I guess it doesn't matter. Um, but for some reason, because i just woken up, the M-E I thought was Martin Edwards. <laughs> Because of iPhone doing that thing where no, like... No, I just, I looked at the message quickly and just saw M.E. <laughs> and I thought Martin Edwards. Because like, I'm used to waking up to texts from Martin or like from somebody Aww. that I know. Like just somebody sends me a dumb joke while I'm asleep, right? Yeah, so yeah. Like, I'll wake up and check. I hate when you wake up to nothing. That's always a sad morning. Oh, I love when you wake up to nothing. Then it tells me that drunk Andrew didn't get into trouble last night. <laughs> paranoid that i'm gonna post something i didn't mean oh, to post yeah yeah and, and so anyway yeah i thought it was Mar- and I, I got so excited because i was like Aww. oh my god martin's gonna invite me over to his family's like for easter, easter dinner? dinner like i'm gonna be that uncle that's like on the like like you ever notice like in sitcoms there's always like the work buddy but they call him like the uncle he's yep. not really related but he doesn't have anybody else in his life so he Aww. comes over for and then I realized it was my sister, and immediately I was like, I don't want to fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, it's just a weird thing, because, like, I think, yeah, we used to do, like, you know, as kids, like, Easter egg hunt, like, mm-hmm. all that, and then, it, and then it progressed to just dinners. And I, I messaged my sisters being like, is anything going on this weekend? Because I haven't heard anything. And they were just like, we don't have any plans. We don't have any plans. And I was just like, I mean, we don't have to do yeah. anything. I don't want to make it seem like we have to. It's but weird, it's just though, I just wanted to check. To me, it's like it's so fucking weird because I it's not that I do I don't have a bad relationship with my family. I just mm. like I, we do dinners all the time with my sister around holidays, and I know what's gonna happen. I'll show up yeah. half hour before dinner. I won't say much. I'll eat. I won't say much, and I'll go home. Yeah. Which part of me is like, why bother going? But the other part of me is like, then you don't have to cook. Oh, the food is so good. And I don't good. make ham a lot. And yeah. I like ham. Ooh, some fucking so, honey glazed ham. Oh, probably not. Or just regular ham. See, what I should what I should do is I should make my own scalloped potatoes and bring... Ham and scalloped. Nothing goes better with ham than scalloped potatoes. Oh, yum. I should I should be... Oh, I should show up you should, like, yeah. with scalloped potatoes enough for everybody. And they'll be like, oh my God, Andrew's usually quiet and doesn't look like he wants to be here. And this time he's on the fucking ball. Mm-hmm. I look like the good fucking son for once. Yep, yep. I can make dressing. <laughs> I, I can bring dressing to my family dinner. Yeah, my uh, my step uh, my sister in law years. I made a mistake years ago. She makes good dressing. Don't get me wrong. Homemade, but yeah, but I made a mistake yeah. of telling her how much I liked her homemade dressing. So now I can never have stuff stovetop dressing, which uh, I like more. Stovetop is like, the best. But it's, and it's so simple. It's just like. But here, we're having ham. We're not having turkey. But every yeah. time I go to my sister's fucking turkey, they insist on the <laughs> stuffing being in the fucking turkey. Which uh, is fine. Yeah. I know that's traditionally how it's done, but it gets soggy as shit. Mm-hmm. My grandma, 
her stuffing was mm-hmm. a combination of she she just made stovetop, mm-hmm. but added some mashed potatoes to it and onion. Damn, so it was good. it was kind of a good love child between a homemade yeah. and like it just made it a little more um, mushy. My I si- guess my sister's so family good. did something years ago that I've been dying to recreate. So simple to recreate. I've only ever had it once, but they made you know sloppy joes like when you make, when you buy the sloppy joe mix, right? I love sloppy joes. They mixed it with hamburger and then they made mashed potatoes and mixed the mashed potatoes in the Ooh. sloppy joes, and it was one of the best fucking things. Kind of like ever a had. shepherd's pie situation. Yeah, and then it sort of like, and it's not like super like it still tastes like a sloppy joe, but then you get the potato in there and it doesn't fall over. Like you can yeah. like make a little patty on it when you're done <gasps> and put it in the bun instead of like. Ooh, just having yeah. all this loose hamburger, right? Ooh. But I, I've been meaning to do it for years. I don't know why. It's so simple. You just get the can, the hamburger, and the potatoes, and here I am. It's got, it's, I had last time I had it. I was seventeen. <laughs> why is my mind blanking on what Sloppy Joe goes on? Is it bread or a bun? Hamburger bun. Hamburger bun. But it falls out the side and shit because it's just loose. It's hamburger a Sloppy Joe. It. Yeah, it's a yeah, Sloppy yeah. Joe. Yeah. Fuck. You just make some of those. Yeah, you can't. All the <laughs> cans of sauce are 90-some cents, and you just need ground beef and hamburger buns. So easy. Yeah. It's so fucking one of the easiest easy. things to make. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not big into cooking at yeah, all. I got to start more of that. that that's the problem. I think we've been, both of us have been saying that for a long time. Yeah, just, probably. It just, just yeah. doesn't ever happen. Yeah. I'm trying just, to this weekend, like, and I've already ruined it by going out for lunch today. <laughs> so I went out to a restaurant today, and I'm like, I was like, this weekend I should just cook shit that's in my freezer. Yeah. And I bought bacon and eggs because bacon was on super cheap the other day. And then I fucking, before I got here, I went to go grab something out of the fridge and I fucking knocked a carton of eggs out of the fridge. Oh, no. And they broke all with, half of them broke within the carton. I'm like, well, at least they broke within the carton. <sighs> like, yeah, I can't complain now. Yeah. That sucks. Oh, I, yeah. did, I did the typical man thing. Some of the yolk did get on the ground. Where do you think that yolk went? Oh, I used typical my foot. Man. I just wiped it off. Oh, like, no. Mm, a tiny little bit of yolk. That's it's a stupid man like, like fuck man at least it's not my piss it's not like i'm like oh yeah i peed on your floor i just used my foot to clean it up i've done that it, dep- it depends on the what it is there's a line i think with what you can wipe up with your foot yeah i mean i wasn't getting the mop out for this shit yeah no fuck that yeah. oh that's heartbreaking you know who has really cheap eggs shoppers drug mart mm-hmm. 2.99 well, that's how much these eggs were before I dropped them all over the fucking floor. Oh, no. so. You're a big brunch guy, though. Oh, I should make some potato salad. You, you love you love that's going over brunch. No, it's the only brunch because that's when I woke up. I like that about you, though. It's I like not, that it's not. I like that it's not like you're not someone who. Goes I woke up and I'm brunch. hungry. It just happens to be one in the morning, one in the afternoon. There's no. There's no. This wasn't planned out. Like, I didn't get up at eight and be like, if you can start, if you can wait and just hold yeah. off at one, you're going to have a wicked brunch, buddy. No, it's, I'm awake and I'm like, fuck it. Are you an alarm setter? Do you set alarms? Mm. Or like on days where you have nothing going yes on? Yes and no. Like, I, I, I set an alarm usually for 1030 on weekdays to make, because if I don't, if I fucking. Yeah. I have to call, I call my mom every morning when I wake up to see what's going on. Oh, and if it's a weekday, really? yeah. And if it's a weekday, and I call past like ten thirty, she's like, "Oh my god, you're still in bed." And I'm like, "I don't got <laughs> shit to do. Like, I don't know what you expect of me, right?" Like, so I love how they why, think that that's scandalous. Ten thirty. Yeah, that's why I send an alarm on weekends. I'm like, nah, fuck no. Yeah, yeah. but I alarm when I nap. Like, yeah, I, I need to be up by a certain time. So. Oh, napping is a dangerous, dangerous oh. slope. Oh, that's great though. Oh, it, it is fantastic, but I suck at it. Yeah. 
I, I always end up sleeping for three hours, mm-hmm. like way too long. Yeah. And yeah. then it's like, and then you just feel like, well, like shit. I took a little nap after, like, the, but that's my problem. It's like last night, you know, I get up, I go out, I got up, at, I did set an alarm this morning for 1130 because I had to pick up Daniel at 12 for lunch. So I pick out at 1130, I get up, I go out for lunch, I get back around two, and then I went right back to sleep for another two to three hours. <laughs> Because why the fuck not? Right? Why? I just want to say this Cheers. green shows up on your. Oh my god! Oh, oh, it does. It's a darker green. So oh, it's kind of translucent. Actually, a little bit. Yeah, a little. Put it up to, to like the sign. Oh, uh, like up to. Oh yeah, it is a tiny little bit. That's interesting. It's interesting. I almost wore my green. There yeah. Cheers. Go. Yeah, we gotta do another cheer. Yeah, sure. yeah, a hundred percent. It's bad luck. Mm. It's an intoxicated bad omen if yeah. you don't if you don't cheers. Um. Yeah, but you you just recently did a headlining weekend. Yep, yeah. And it was a shit ton of fun. How did yeah, that it feel? It was good. It was fun. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah I'm glad yeah. it went well and there was no... I mean, I'm not really worried so much about the performance. I, there was like a part of me that was like, ah, fuck, Saturday night tends to get a little rowdy. Yeah. And I have no problem dealing with hecklers and rowdiness, but it's just like on my first weekend, I just... Right. Went, uh, you know... You just want to do. Your thing. I didn't want to. I didn't want the. the I didn't want to, the feeling of the first weekend to be tainted by some asshole who couldn't hold his liquor. So yeah. Oh yeah. no. I, I like. I. That's one aspect of comedy that I'm just like. I do not know how you guys mm-hmm. do it. Oh, it's amazing how good you get at uh, dealing with assholes. Yeah. Yeah. I every time a fucking zinger comes out of my mouth, that I'm. Oh my god. I've been for uh, a week now. I've been repeating an insult to people that I gave to somebody who pissed me off. Because I felt the... so good about it. Ooh. Yeah. Tell. Oh, this is Scott McLean. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> but like... I, oh, the cancer? The cancer thing. Like, he wanted to buy weed from me, and I don't fucking sell weed. And I just told him I wouldn't even give him weed if it cured cancer, and I found out he had cancer. And I'm right. so proud of how hateful. You can use that to, for anything now. No, it's I just a was so happy at how quickly this hate... <laughs> spilled out of my brain and onto my tongue uh, I, we're trying to resolve things so scott don't feel like i'm you know, fucking picking on you for this i'm gonna get and i've already talked to scott he's gonna an come, intervention podcast he's gonna scott McLean. he's gonna come back on and i want to deep dive into this where all this need yeah, like honestly where the need for him to he might, interject okay, well, he all the might time tell you that, comes but here's, in. The thing, here's the thing and this is what frustrates me most about scott Contrary to what Scott actually thinks, we actually like Scott. Yeah, I know you do. If we wouldn't, we wouldn't put, we wouldn't put that much effort or emphasis or focus onto him if we didn't like him. Exactly. Yeah. If we just thought he was a piece of shit, we would just ignore everything that he said until he stopped saying it. Right. But we do like him. Right. And he's got good qualities. Yeah. But he is a fucking asshole, <laughs> and when he's drunk, he's the worst kind of asshole. It makes it worse when the drinking... And when you try to explain to him what he did to upset you, or what you think was wrong, which may not be wrong, it might just be your opinion, Mm -hmm. it's always met with a no, 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 but, like, there's never any pause to even think about, like, maybe there's a valid point there. I get it. If he thinks my point isn't valid, I don't want him to fucking coincide to me just to, like, smooth things over. But, like... Don't, but you have to take time to think about it. I had a four-hour phone conversation with him a long time ago. About Four like, hours? It felt, well, it might have been two and a half, but it felt like four. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Comics exaggerate shit all the time, so <laughs> I just went for the major exaggeration. <laughs> but it was about a two-hour phone call. Yeah. And I kept telling them, it was like, but here's why you... Here's what you did that people have a problem with. It's like, yeah, but my other friends don't... And I'm like, again, you just want to justify your behavior. I'm telling you why people are upset. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you objectively why people are upset. Like, there's no need to push and you have to uh, Just for once, don't fucking try to defend yourself. Just listen. Yeah, he, yeah. He yeah. is an intelligent guy. Very. He is a good guy at his core. Very. And he is funny. Yep. He is annoying. <laughs> he will try to fight you when he's drunk. That happened once with me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He you? just told me he was fucking drunk. It was after a show, and he said he wanted to punch me in the face. And then the next day, he didn't remember doing saying any of that shit. See that? Yeah, that's where you got to make I mean, I'm a, I'm a fucking drink. I'm not, I can't judge anybody. I'm, fucking, I'm a drinker. I love drinking. I love doing drugs. But I don't threaten to punch my fucking friends in the face. No, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> hell no. Fuck yeah. that. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. I'd like to, to, yeah, have him back on. Yeah. And, and I, it's just, just interesting some to me. space because I want to make sure that we're cool. But like, like I wanted to go to Stinkley's last weekend, but he was there. And I was like, uh, I'm not going to avoid him at like forever right but i just figured like for a couple weeks it's probably a good idea if we don't interact with each other so we can calm down both of us said some pretty hurtful well it's good that you recognize that it was kind of a two-way street sort of yeah like yeah you know it's good that you know that yeah i will say though out of all out of all the fights i've had in the last few years this is the first one that i i i I exited the fight not feeling terrible Uh, like i went i went i was justified in everything i said it's a tough thing to. <laughs> like, I'm probably not, but that's how I left the fight. Like, yeah, I feel good about everything I said. <laughs> like, it can be easy to overthink things, uh-huh. so it's good to have conviction sometimes. Yeah, and stuff like that with friends. Yeah, especially when it's friends like where like this. I, I mean, I don't know if you consider Scott a friend or not. I consider him a friend, but like we don't. But like you, thing, you we see don't each hang other out. a lot. We you, see each other a lot because of comedy, but like cross paths a lot. And honestly, I would honestly I would like to hang out with Scott more if I didn't think we were gonna have these blow ups all the time. Because right. of drinking, right? Like like right. I would I would love to say to Scott sometime, Hey, why don't you come up to my fucking place for a night and we'll crush beers and we'll just chat. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. to know each other a little bit better. Yeah. But I'm afraid when he gets drunk what he's gonna be like. Yeah. That's never any fun. Yeah. It's it, it sucky when people get different and when they I, drink. I would like to clarify because I know he'll probably listen to this or this will be fucking thrown out to him. Um I don't mean that I'm afraid of what he's going to be like when he's drunk because I always going to hit me. Is he going to do that? It's not what I mean. What I mean is like he's just unpredictable. Unpredictable. And I don't. Yeah. When I'm drinking and having a good time, I don't want to be around unpredictable people. That's and that's all it is. Fucking fair. Yeah. Um. Like, would you say that you're like you're not an unpredictable person when you drink? No, you can count on me to. Well, everyone picks on me. They're like, oh, Andrew gets drunk and he gets lovey. <laughs> Right, but that like, is I a love thing. how Martin is like, why is that a bad thing? That's not that's Martin's not a bad like, thing at all. If I got to pick, that's the guy I want to hang out with. The guy who gets drunk and wants to tell everybody how much he likes. Him. Even when you're on like, MDMA, you're like, is everybody having fun? Are you yeah, having that fun? Is my, well, Thanks well, for that, coming. You can tell. Thanks when for coming I'm on out. MDMA, you can tell I'm high because I'll constantly ask, are you having a good time? Yeah. You having a good time? I just want to make sure everyone's having a good time. That was wild that yeah. night. Yeah. Oh, just witness it. Like I was just like, I because for a second I was like, is Andrew? 
Is Andrew not having fun? Is he okay? Is he sad about something? But then you were just like, no, no I just want to wander. I just want to wander. Honestly, like, I'm generally more chatty on MDMA. And that's what I was expecting. Because you told like, me I that. just felt like, oh, I just want to be in this room. Oh, and then I want to go over here and be in this room. And then I want to go out here and stand on the balcony. Like, it wasn't like anything against anybody. It yeah, was yeah, just yeah. like, I just, I felt restless. I didn't yeah. feel like sitting down. Yeah. That's yeah. why I kept trying to find a chair that was like the least uncomfortable chair for me to <laughs> sit in. Yeah. Because I didn't want to be like, I, I didn't want to sink into the couch and be like, this is where I am for the next six hours. I want to, you know what I mean? Like, that was I, me. I was, yeah. I was smoking a lot of weed that night. And yeah. like uh, me and Shannon just melted into that couch. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't, I didn't even know what the rest of the apartment looked like because it was just that living room and that couch yeah. the whole night. <laughs> and then I think like, I disappeared into Daniel's room with him and his girlfriend for like 20, 30 minutes, like just chatting. And the, But I was like, then I was like, oh, the other guy, where, they wonder where we are. Like, type of thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, love, I love parties like that. Yeah, it was fun. That was a lot of fun. Me and yeah. Shannon had a blast. Yeah. I mean, I pissed some people off, but. Uh. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> I had a good night. I was justified. Yeah, you know, look, you gotta. I mean, it's easy for me to say. It's harder for me to do. But you gotta. Those type of people aren't worth having in your fucking life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I. Adult friendship should be let everybody do what they want. I have do. a lot of friends in my life that pro, justifiably non comic friends justifiably could tell me to go fuck myself and never talk to me again. Oh, really? Because of how little attention I give them. Like non, like just because just, I'm always busy, or like I don't right. I have to cancel plans last minute, or blah 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 blah. And they don't. They just go, well, that's just the life. That's what he's doing. And I know it bothers them, and I know it makes them upset. Yeah, and they don't chew me out for it. Right. Well, I think what yeah. people have to realize is that is that friendship is a two way street, mm-hmm. but we shouldn't blame each other. Like, no. Like in other words, like you're busy, I'm busy. If we don't talk. That's none of our like. That's just oh, life. Like, like I told, that's just life happening. I tell my, one of my best friends from high school. Uh, he still lives in Bridgewater, and I tell, you know, we talk a lot, a lot more frequently in the last year than we have in many years. Mm-hmm. I think that has to do more with the fact that his kids are at an age right now where they're like, they're still kids, but <laughs> dad and mom don't have to be there, right, every minute of the mm-hmm. day. To make sure that they're not going to kill themselves or Jesus <laughs> Christ. No, but I mean, like by like uh, doing something stupid, like kids do, you right, know? right, or right. like hurting themselves they're or not getting. Little. They're not going to put their fingers on the stove or in a light right. socket or any shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I tell him all the time. He's like, "Sorry, we don't." He'll say stuff like, "Sorry, we don't hang out much anymore." And I'm like, don't, "Stop fucking apologizing." I don't get like you have right. a life, you have things that you're doing. If we're really true friends, we could go ten years without talking, and it wouldn't be a problem. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. We shouldn't be blaming each other. And like, it's just the, this passive aggressive nature of sitting back and expecting people to start conversations with us and make plans with us. It's like, yeah. it's a two way street. If nothing happens, it's no one's fault. But mm-hmm. also, too, you can't blame someone for not fucking reaching out when you're not reaching out either. Yeah. So, like, everyone just fucking get over it and realize that this is like adult life. Yeah. And like, like you said, like, true friends, like, could just start talking after a lot of time, and it's like nothing. Well, perfect you example. Know? Last night, I messaged two friends of mine right? that, like, I don't, you <laughs> know, you I barely story? ever talk to. Like, I just want to be like, hey, I was just talking to somebody about you. Like, hope you're doing well. Like, like, this is fascinating, though. Are you willing to talk about this? I guess. I mean, I don't know how fascinating it is. That's. The thing I think it's really weird. cool. Yeah, yeah. So you played an online. But this was like. 
so I've been in comedy nine years now. So I started in 2010. So I want to say this would have been 2008, 2009. Okay. Circus. So we're yeah, talking about yeah. 10 years ago mm-hmm. now, 10, 11 years ago. I used to, like, I'm a big, I, 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 like, I'm, I grew up watching, like, I loved Big Brother and Survivor and all this shit. So I started playing, I found out they're, like, online versions of this through Live Journal where, Live and Journal. AOL Such Instant a- Messenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you do is you sign up, uh, then everyone's given, everyone's AOL Instant Messenger, and it's your job, basically, any time that you have free to chat with everybody. Like, when you're playing Big Brother, you think it's a bit like a house. And you right. Chat with people you're in going house. into a room and talking. So you get to meet people and you say, like, uh, no, you don't even go in a room. You just message just, each other individually. Or right. you do, like, a group chat if more people want to be involved in it, right? And then you kind of get to know them and you pick your alliances and all this sort of shit. And I did Big Brother the first time. And I like, it was my first time playing. And I get to, like, fourth place. Like That's so crazy. Um, I got really fucked over by two guys. It was like, I thought... I was in alliance with, <laughs> I thought I was the one controlling them and they oh, were no. very, very clearly controlling what me. What kind of conversations did you, did you talk about your real life? Okay. Or like, yeah. okay, you just chatted. Yeah, just, it's like, it, wait, honestly, it was exactly like you would, would if you were in the Big Brother house. Right. Because you, you're, they ask you to leave your AOL and some messenger online whenever you're online. Right. So anybody can message you at any point. Interesting. So I'm at work all day with this on, getting messages from people all across the fucking world. Like you know, like oh, what do you think of this challenge? And like we get challenges. Like challenges were fucking hard, man. Like like seriously, like the guy who ran the Big Brother one. I remember one thing in particular. He had this video that he edited. It was like a five minute video with two to three second clips of music videos from the eighties. Like not enough to make them distinguishable by the sound because he removed the sound as well. Mm. And then you had to go just by watching two to three seconds of. A video with not the song on it. You had to figure out who it was, who that the, was, the band? and what the song. Was. Oh my god, that'd be hard. And there were twenty of them in this video. Like, oh like, my god, so, and it's only yeah. So it's or however many. Like, there's a right. lot, right? So, so you 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 go with your alliance members and be like, oh, you, you, I figured these ones out. I figured these ones out. You fig, you do answers together. But we also had to do diary rooms. Like, like Oh my god. Yeah, where most people did them by type. I did all of mine by video. That oh my like, god. All I would of love my videos. to see that and so much. Here's where here's, Oh my god. Here's where it gets really embarrassing. I love this. I love every aspect because of it. Because I did everything by video. Okay. Uh sometimes on the comment threads I would reply to because what would happen, a challenge would go up, and then the players would talk to each other on journal through that and stuff like that. And I, I remember at one point, something happened over Christmas time, and like this guy totally fucked up our plans, and I was like livid. And I and, the, and the, my friends in this community that I play with still joke about this today, because I, I had this really like vitriol, angry video I put out, like chastising this guy's move. And I ended it with, I hope your holidays fucking suck. <laughs> so it became like this joke. It was almost like so much rage it became funny that somebody would be that mad about something so trivial. So it became like a joke. Like literally, they'd be like, people would say it all the time in games afterwards. Like, I hope your holidays fucking suck. Wow, because it was just so funny. Like, I love that. Um, so I, I did your that. Holidays fucking suck. I did that, and then I did a season of. Uh, of a survivor game and it was called survivor this was a really interesting concept uh this is i hope your listeners find this interesting by the way i hope so 
I don't think they're going to. <laughs> I don't know much about them. Uh, this is just more ammunition for Travis to hold against me. And, uh, I feel this, like that's a video out, clip right there that this, you could use to promote the, the episode. This will come this out on is Friday. This more information than Travis oh, can hold against hell me. hell yeah, he will. And uh, this will come out on the Friday and then you guys talk about it on Tuesday. So this guy, his name is Nick. He was the guy who ran this game. I think he ran it with another guy. I can't remember. Um, but it was called Survivor Five Burrows. And New each, York? Yeah. It, okay. Each, each, uh, so there were a set of, each tribe was a different borough. Ooh, that's kind of cool. So like five people were the Bronx, five people were Staten Island, five people were Manhattan, five people were, you know. What are the five boroughs? Uh, So you got Staten Island, uh, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Bronx, and fucking Christ. Should we look it up? I don't think it really. I mean, you can if you want to. I might even be wrong. You watch. It's not going to even five. I don't even know if I spelled it I I thought it was B. Yeah. Yeah. Five boroughs of New York. B-U-R. You're asking me how to spell shit? Now you know you're in trouble. I don't even know. You had it on there. Okay. So, Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan. Queens. 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 Why did I forget Queens? It's the home of fucking Spider-Man. Anyway. Not that we were like... But one of the things he did is like he... One of the challenges I remember that was like Google image screen caps. Mm -hmm. And we had to figure out what the street was based off of the Google image street street screen cap. So, you're going... You're looking at all the buildings around. You're like... Rite Aid, and then you realize there's 80 million Rite Aids. <laughs> like, Holy like, shit! Yeah, yeah. It's, That's it's, insane. Do they still do? Okay, number one, two questions. Yeah. Does Live Journal still exist? Yes. And number two, do they still do stuff like this? I wonder. They do, but they don't do them on Live Journal anymore. I think they do them through Facebook, and I haven't played them in years. There's a comic out of Hamilton. Uh, I don't think he lives in Hamilton anymore, but he's originally from Hamilton. His name's Clifford Myers, and he is obsessed with Big Brother. Oh, really? And he plays these games all the time right now. Really? I just don't have the time or interest to play them anymore. They take up a lot of your time. I fucking loved Live Journal when it was at its prime. This is before people had fucking cell real cell phones with apps. Like, I mean, could you imagine if we had an AOL instant messenger app and that's what we were f- like now you'd play it on Facebook Messenger. I'd be trying to do this and I'd be getting 80 million fucking messages <laughs> about some dumb game that doesn't mean anything. Right. And anyway, so in the second game, um, I made it to runner up and we had a really good strategy. We really me and my buddy Josh, it was like nobody trusted me, but they trusted him. And they shouldn't have because he he me and him were in a secret alliance and nobody knew about. So, so you, you would chat individually together. Like, this person's saying this about you, and I'd be like, right. oh, this person's saying this about you, and then we'd use that information against the people that were saying it about us. And you and you mentioned that you'd have, like, public fights or something? Yeah, we'd stay To make fight. it look yeah, like you weren't towards, like, the end, uh, Towards the end, we I think I think I remember us having, like, staging a public fight, like, so to make people think that we weren't together. Because it was getting down in numbers, and people were like, how's it getting down in numbers, and Andrew's still here? Right. Like, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. They were like, is he even an alliance member? And then it had to be like, now I have to make it look like I don't have any fucking alliance members. Well, I've always thought that that strategy of teaming up with somebody Mm -hmm. who who people think you guys are not on the same page at all. I've always thought that that's a good strategy. My strategy was you have to have a real final two and then you have to have three fake final twos. Three or four fake final twos. But you need one person. It's like like what Dan said. Mm -hmm. Because Dan was Memphis. And this was way before any of that shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. 
I just love that's the thing I love. Like people like to make fun of Big Brother and they like to make fun of Survivor, and I get it. I, I understand why. Yeah. And I especially with Big Brother over the years, like I haven't watched a Big Brother US season since I think I told you the one that Ariana Grande's brother was on. That was a while ago. I yeah. like how back in the day, yeah, there were attractive people on Big Brother back in the day. But, but it wasn't there were also just regular people. Yeah. And and I get you can make an argument like they have uh the one season actually that really I will say it was the Frankie one that I didn't watch, yeah. but you know the one that really fucking annoyed me? Which one? And again, I hope this is interesting to anybody, but I never get to talk Big Brother and Survivor, so I'm kind of enjoying it. Uh, the, the episode, there was this guy, Ronnie, that was on the show, the scrawny, oh! not scrawny, but like the nerdy, and he thought he was going to be an evil mastermind, but he yep. just sucked at the game, uh-huh. and then he got whiny and cryy when, it didn't, when he got caught up in his lies, which again, if you're going to be a fucking liar, be a liar on the show, be Russell Hance on Survivor, fucking own it, be a scoundrel, don't fucking cry when it blows up in your face, think of something different. Own it, yeah. And that's what kind of ruined it for me. I didn't like the cast that, and the fact that they kept bringing Rachel back, and like, I was Rachel like, Riley. I hated her. Yeah. Like, I, I liked watching Rachel people man. chew her out, but like, I'm not going to watch <laughs> yeah. an yeah. entire series just to see her people yell at, the, at this yeah. guy. Yeah. I will say, I did go back and watch some another season, and there was this hipstery guy with a beard that they brought back. Paul. Paul. Paul, I thought was a yeah. really good player. I loved Paul. I Thank you. Really Not a lot of people like Paul. I went back and watched I... some other season I hadn't seen, and I was like, I think this guy's top tier of the best Big Brother players. Well, because and um, people's main criticism with him was, oh, he's just getting away with everything. Like people yeah. are just letting him run the house. I'm like, yeah, people are letting him run the house. That's not his fault. And to me, you know, well, the like... thing, and that's the thing. I always like the strategy part of it. Yeah, same. And that's why I like Survivor more because I feel like the strategy is more important in Survivor yeah. than it is yeah. Big Brother. I mean, because you can have your personal dramas, but when you're out there not eating in the middle of nowhere. It doesn't matter so much. <laughs> you don't have like, who who took a long shower this morning is not yeah. your fight. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, totally. I feel like Big Brother takes over my life, but then I, I always feel like I just should really try. With Sur- I, I feel like I would like it. Um, every time up. I watch it, I like it. It's just I don't keep Honestly, up with it. Honestly, the reason I haven't kept up on Survivor is mostly once I started doing comedy and really doing comedy, it's just like I, I used to not do comedy shows on Wednesdays or Sundays because of Survivor's Survivor. series finale. But like now it's just like and the hard thing is trying to if I miss one week. I mean, I used to listen to so many Survivor podcasts, too, like right. every week, like. And there's some good ones out there. Uh, Rob has a website. Rob, a, yeah, Rob yeah. Sesternino. Yeah, Rob has a great fucking podcast. Oh, I love Rob Sesternino. And he gets everybody that's on the show yeah. on. Um, so I'm, I might try this season to get back into it because they're going to, the rumor is it's champions versus champion season. Right. Where they're only bringing back winners. That's crazy. So two tribes of winners. Oh, shit. I, and Do I they have enough? Oh, well, it makes sense. That show's been going for yeah, a long that shows, fucking time. That show started when I was in high school. Like, when that's people insane. say to me, that's what. The, here's the thing. I don't give a fuck if you don't like reality TV. And uh, some of you are probably tuning out and be like, ah, it's fucking reality <laughs> TV garbage, right? Heroes out. But I think that, like, that there, something has to be said for a show that's been on that fucking long. Agreed. Same with Big Brother, though. I Same with Big Brother. I remember when Survivor first aired on TV. They had fuck. There was a show that I watched at, like, noon one day. Panel discussion show on Global talking about, like, has Survivor changed TV forever? Right. Has this new format 
effectively changed the way we do TV. And now we know it it hasn't. Mm, mm-hmm. People were worried that this meant the end of scripted drama television. Oh, hell no. And if yeah. anything, scripted drama television is at a fucking renaissance. It's more. Right now, so. More so. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, prob- yeah. it probably paved the way for other shows like The Bachelor, the ba- yeah. like stuff like that that is more scripted. I fucking... I can. Everyone in my life is like, get into the Bachelor, get into the Bachelor. I just can't, no, do, I it. can't do it. I just, I'm not into it. It's too cheesy to me. I, I don't. Well, it's the same as like I used to like the Real World when it felt like a group of real people living in a house, and when it became yeah. a, what felt like a group of casted people and right. scripted drama and things inserted to make them fight. I had no interest in watching it. But even, even in like Big Brother Canada and Big Brother U.S. nowadays, um, the diary room sessions, yeah, they're like fed lines and they're told to say these like cheesy things and i fucking hate that and that's why when you and travis got me into big brother uk i was like this is so much better because like it's more about who who these weirdos are strange though that i just said my favorite part is the strategy thing but i love big brother uk where there really is no game or really no strategy but there isn't a weird way there is and there isn't it's not like the u.s version it's not like u.s but it it is about forming relationships my thing, um, I know. always find in Big Brother UK, like, there's always some fucking dude that I hate immediately. <laughs> yeah. Then I end up liking him. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this guy's a fucking douchebag. <laughs> Look at him fucking trying to stir shit up. And then he stirs shit up with someone who's even worse than him. And I'm like, <laughs> good, good. But that's the thing when you like get to know. the blonde, muscular guy from the last season. Oh, uh, Lewis? That yeah, other, the other Lewis. Yeah, when he walked in. and then I, But then he started fighting with people that were fucking assholes. And I was like... Yeah, and I like you, Lewis. Especially with a format like that where it was every single day you were getting to know these people. There's no way that you could not maybe yeah. start to like someone. And you another didn't like reason before. too, because it's British television, they're less like obviously Uptight. they hi- they cast Lewis, who's chiseled male fucking model guy. Yep. And they cast girls who are like tens. Yeah. But then they cast dudes that are ones. Yep. Yep. And it's yep. not like there's only one of them in the house. It's like yep. they have a really good representation they do. of what people look like. And they, that's just they cast, TV in general. They cast characters. And mm-hmm. I feel like Big Brother Canada cast looks. Yeah. And like and they also cast and they almost cast based on past cast members. In other words, like you could point out like he's like so and so, she's yeah. like so and so, and it's just like this is so fucking stupid. I did my uh, the, I did watch the first season of Big Brother Canada. And I didn't hate it. I had issues with it, but I also realized it was the very first season, so they were yeah. obviously going to have to work out some kinks, right? Yeah. And I like that they sort of seem to be doing half American, half British, like yeah. like some different rules and shit. Um, but the winners, the winner, I, who was was the, the winner was Jillian, but she won by but, a, a misvote. But the. But the, her and her boyfriend that were both... Uh, Emmett, yeah. Yeah, he was from here, the boyfriend, yeah. right? Yeah. She wasn't, but he was. She's so. from New Glasgow. Oh, so they were both from New... They're Nova both Scotia. Maritimers. Yeah. I see her actually sometimes Well, okay, yeah. They were in... <laughs> I remember like a year after it aired, they were in... So, I was in Sobeys one night, and they were on Queen Street, and they were in there at like one in the morning. Oh, really? Just trying to grocery shop, because people wouldn't leave them alone. I've met them and a couple times. At, even at one o'clock, people were like, oh my God, it's... Yeah. And I, I was just like, they just want to get their groceries yeah 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 it's that to me still though um that moment where topaz casted the wrong vote 
It's still one of the greatest moments. Oh, it's hilarious. That goes, and then she tried to Dan, be like, nope, nope, nope. And they're like, no, that's the one you chose. And did you know that Dan Giesling was in the crowd for that? No. If, no. if you actually watch the video back, he's in the crowd and he and like she's like looking at him going, what the f-? And he's like, I don't know. That's like, your own fucking fault. Like, like, because like, Dan actually does Twitch streams. Oh, okay. He plays video games on oh. Twitch. And at the time, because I'm such a Dan fan, he's probably, <laughs> Dan Giesling's probably my number one. Mm-hmm. Like, my number one favorite. And there was one time that I he was I'm taking Q&A. They're my, they're my favorite. Favorites. Chill down. That's, that's Doctor Will. Yeah, absolutely. No, nobody's better than yeah. Doctor Will. Yeah, I hate all of you. <laughs> yeah, but- help me out. I don't like any of you. And then they keep them. I'm like, how the fuck do you tell a bunch of people that you hate them? And they, I feel like this is a reality. TV. I know. I love it though. But I don't talk about it that much to many people. So that's okay. We can talk about whatever keep, the no, fuck no, we, we keep want. Talking about it. I just hope your listeners give a shit. Hey, listeners, you listening right now? A few minutes through this. You're the true. Yeah. You get us. You get yeah. me and Andrew. Yeah. But no, I it, it's it's still one of the greatest. Like even if you don't, if you're not into Big Brother, you need to see the clip of Topaz casting the wrong vote because at the finale, because oh, at the finale, I'm go home and watch it tonight after this. You're supposed to cast who you want to win, but for all season long, you've been casting who you want to affect. Bitchy just say too, like she was. Like, yeah, yeah. She was all fucking like, oh, I'm gonna make this fuck, and then she fucked it up. And That's Gary, what the best part was. and Gary was her best friend in yeah. the house. Mm-hmm. So she said something like, "I'm sure of this, 110 percent." I'm like, put the key in. And then it ended up being, she ended up voting for Jillian. Yeah. And it was just, it's just insane to me. Yeah. It's insane to me. I also used to really love The Amazing Race. Oh, um, yeah. But I just so many, they're just, I just got behind. That's yeah. all it was. They're doing reality Amazing Race uh, this season. So they're doing uh, cast members from past Amazing Races, Big Brother and Survivor. And they're doing duos. Yeah. They, so they duos sort of from. done that before. This is like a mix of all of them now. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. It's a, like Amazing Race is interesting because there's less strategy. Uh, yeah. There is strategy, but it's less like, oh, I got to spend 12 hours talking to this person and right. their trust and building an alliance. Yeah. Because you're just so on the go. Right. You're just, you, and you're working together. I've never watched it. I really I like sh- it. I really lot. should. I even like the Canadian, uh, I think the last one I watched was the Canadian one with uh, Hal and uh, Joanne McLeod, the body break. Oh, know? yeah. That's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Fucking mustache was gone. It was shocking. <laughs> I used to do a joke about that. Uh, I, w- I was working on a joke about uh, uh, body break. Yeah. And about how, like, she definitely liked the mustache ride. <laughs> But like later, she didn't. Ha- he didn't have the mustache. It's like, did she grind the mustache off of him? Oh my god! Body break. Body break. Yeah, it's, it's grinding uh, the mustache off. Yeah. Jesus Christ! What an epic mustache he used to have, though. There. Well, the reason I did joke, there was a body break one about uh, exercising, like during travel and flight. Mm. And they had one where it was like Hal was rushing to make the plane and barely made it before it took off. Oh, yeah. And I just remember going, that's not fair. He's on black people time. You can't fucking, <laughs> you, you can't hold that against him. What's he's black people he's time? 30 minutes early. Oh. You know about black people time? No. Don't, oh, black don't. people are notoriously late to every, I feel as a white guy. Sorry, I wish are they? <laughs> I just realized I usually say these things when my black co-host is here so he can fucking back me up on it. But now I just look like a racist white guy that's like, yeah, black people are all lazy and shiftless and late. Are they though? Yeah, they're they're notoriously late. It's a term. You Google black people time right now, it'll fucking pop up. I want to just because I guess that's the time that I'm right on too. 
colored people's time. That's even worse than what I said. Oh my god! Why would you leave it as colored people time, Wikipedia? That sounds—it's a stereotype. Yeah, that blacks are uh, frequently oh, being late. Wow! I never knew that that was a thing. Thing is, all stereotypes rooted in a bit of truth. So wow! Yeah, black people time. That's what Ian Black was always late. So we said he was on Ian Black people time. <laughs> Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. I'm gonna start saying it now yeah. when I walk into comedy so shows. Late, I'll should, be like, I'm on black show up to work and be like, get up, but I'm on black people time. What do you mean? I got this watch out of Africa, <laughs> and then I'll just blame my family crest. <laughs> Don't look at the diamonds. You do not want to know who had to mine those. <laughs> they were definitely the same people that were late to mining. That was a bad joke. Anyway. Oh man! Oh fuck! What was I had a like? I I literally had a question come to my mind today, and I said, "Write this down, or you're going to forget to ask." Okay, Andrew do you remember it. the general idea what it was around? Um, because I know drunk Andrew promised a lot of full disclosure. Well, I mean, you you you're some you take pride and you you play truth or truth. You don't. Yeah, that's what you, I said. You we can play truth or truth. You don't play truth or truth. So there's no gross food on this video yeah. podcast um, because Andrew doesn't do that. Uh, well, I'm not eating any fucking thing where, I've ever eaten coming out of your apartment again. Whereas Travis will do both. Wings. Travis will do both. He will. I still eat need it. And like answer. I'll either I'll either tell you the honest truth or I'll fucking tell you like off the podcast that we can't air that section. You know what I mean? Like, mm. and I'm not that person. I think I I did it to you once, and that was about it. Wait, when? On the last live stream, I was like, ah, I said something I really... Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Regret yeah, yeah, saying yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, it's not often that you regret what you say. Well, I regret what I say a lot. It's just not often that I ask to, to redact right. it or like care about redacting it. Right. Oh, why yeah. is that? Well, I'm going to fucking say it. I'm going to put it out there. You got to stand by what you, gotta, you say. Well, it's kind of like going back to what we said about like being a big brother. Own it. I don't say anything that I don't feel is true. I just sometimes feel like, did you have to say it? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's weird because when Frost did the face reading for me, she she said that because I have, I mean, she didn't say it in these words, but I got a big fucking forehead. <laughs> and apparently, like, she's like, you hold back a lot with what you say and i was like i don't think that that's the case at all i don't think i hold back yeah um but then danielle made a point she's like you only hold like you you have a close circle of friends um but everyone else thinks that you're so open and so they assume that you're close i think too it's like it's easier when doing a podcast i mean you're interviewing me it would be rude and disrespectful i think if i didn't answer questions answer questions but no, I, I i think that there's lines and there should be things that's like well, yeah but I, I like to try to think that I've lived my life in a certain way that like I've, I haven't done anything that even if I'm embarrassed about that I'm not too embarrassed about to talk about true yeah like yeah. I've learned from anything that I'm super embarrassed about instead of yeah like, yeah I feel like if you are I feel like if you're hiding shit you haven't learned from it that's very true that's so you may is. as well talk about it right ding ding yeah it's all about the learning process. Mm-hmm. Are there any harsh lessons that you've learned in doing comedy? <laughs> Too many to count, probably. How much time do we got? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't, honestly, can't think of anything specific off the top of my head, but I mean, that's the whole point, right? Mm-hmm. Probably my first five, six years of comedy were probably nothing but lessons. Right. Some of them harsh, some of them not so much, so. Right. But you just rolled with that. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't feel like I've... I don't think I've done anything majorly wrong in comedy. No. A couple things were little missteps and a couple other things were... Right. You know, I kind of wish I would have waited to record an album, but that's... I mean, that's natural, I think. Ah, Well, why don't you do another one? Do you want to do do another one? Yeah, but I mean, I got to have the materials. Right. Right, right. I I don't have another 45, 50 minutes that I've already recorded. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's the the issue. Mm -hmm. When it gets there, it'll get there, you know? Right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you should do another one. Do you, like, are you already thinking about, like, titles for your future album? Oh, yeah. No. Like, I mean, I, I had a I had a plan. Like, like, well, you talk about regrets. Like, here's the, here's the lesson. So after I put out my album, I said, two years, I'll put out another album. Mm-hmm. And it was more of a motivation to keep me on track. Yeah. Now, I told some comics, in two years, I want to put out another album. And then comics kept bringing me up to the stage and be like, he's working on another album. Oh, uh, they're like holding your feet to the fire. And I'm just like... Too much. I'm not. I am, but I'm not. Like, I I will be okay with holding my own feet to the fire. Yeah. I am only telling you the reason I'm... I'm oh, I gotta be disciplined is because in two years I want to make sure I have enough material to record another album. And then I had a comic come into town that was like, are you doing another album already? And I went, no... Dear God. I just said in two years <laughs> so I can have a goal to work towards. And they were like, oh, okay, as long as that's, the, you know what I mean? Like, wow, yeah. So that was like one of those things where you're just like, ah, fuck, I wish I wouldn't have even said anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Well, I mean, like, I, I think I, I think I heard it somewhere. It might have been Armchair Expert because that's where I learn a lot of things. But um, that you're actually more likely to get to a goal if you don't mm-hmm. tell anybody. Whereas like if you literally I just feel say like nothing, if I don't, if I tell everybody, then I'm more apt to uh, complete it. Be accountable to it. Yeah. That's fair. But I don't think that's actually worked in my life. So who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? Yeah. <laughs> Are you? Do you set like how far ahead do you see in the future? Are you someone who like can no. you s- Look at <laughs> next week? <laughs> I don't even know if I'm going to wake up in the morning. That's how fucking little I look into the future. Some days I'm hoping I don't. So, oh my god! Some days I remember once my roommates like you make a lot of noise when you wake up. I'm like, yeah, because I'm angry that I woke up. Stop it! I was like, oh no, not this again. Stop (laughs) it! Sweet, sweet peace is what I was hoping for. Yeah, I'm just fucking joking. But do you have any long-term goals that like? No, I mean I, I probably should, but yeah. There's a lot of things I want to do, but I, uh, I'm i a big, I'll have an idea and I'll be very excited about an idea. And sticking to that excitement for the idea is the challenge. Like, and and following through true. is the challenge. Like, yeah. you know, if it's a joke and it's uh, something, that's one thing. If it's an idea to do a whole different project, yeah, that's where it gets like, am I going to actually do this? And I think that's what you're saying is best because then I get excited and tell everybody, hey, this is a great idea. And then people will start asking idea. And then they go, oh, the fuck, that is a great idea. And then I realize, oh, shit, I didn't do that great idea. Yeah. <laughs> but then you don't want to just do it because it'll impress other people. Mm-mm. You want to do it for you. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love how with me, it's like I, I've, I say so much and I do so little that mm-hmm. I I think people in my life are just used to me saying, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they hold me accountable because they know it's not going to happen. Yeah, I, think, I probably, I, I would I'd probably say it's probably the same with me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, uh, like if I say I'm going to go do a show, 
yeah. or I'm going to go work on this bit, they know that... It's a little smaller chunks. Well, they just know that it's going to happen. But if I right. say, oh, I got this idea for a, a whatever, you know, like, they're like, yeah, it might may or may not happen. I see. I feel like that was half of the motivation for me to start the, sh- the podcast because mm-hmm. no one thought it would happen because I had been talking about it for months. And no one thought it would happen. Yeah, and the podcast like, to me, my po- our podcast is the least of my concerns about getting things done. I know every Tuesday we're going to do it. Yeah. And I know every Tuesday it's going to be released. So I just know, you know, now that I know there's that. That's comforting. It's comforting. I'm jealous. You know, I, know that my, I know that my co-host is going to show up. Yeah. Yeah. And, I and know even that, when you're not in the same city, you still do it. That's, that's, yeah, that's yeah, motivation. Yeah. So it's like, it's different because like when I was trying to do podcasts before and they were solo podcasts it gets so easy to just not do them oh my god yeah that it's like but when mm-hmm. you have somebody else there and then you get excited about doing this with them and doing the episode yeah. and i keep saying someone else sometimes we have two other people yeah. there sometimes we don't more more frequently it's been both of them which is great yeah um i'm all for that uh yeah i don't know it's just yeah i it, have it's ideas a comfort. And, yeah yeah it's a comfort to have, like like I, I like i was telling you Andrew, i'm like I I get jealous of people with co-hosts because you do like you can bring guests in when you want, or you can just shoot yeah, the not, shit. We're not opposed to guests. Like we had Mike Lynch on once. He was a guest as a comic, very funny Newfoundland comic tours all over the world, in the country mostly, but all over the world. Yeah, I know he's done some stuff in Thailand and shit, and because uh, he kissed a Taiwanese hooker, which you're not supposed to do. Find that story oh, wow. on our podcast if you want to look it up. It's one of the episodes. It's only 60 of them. Early? So early to, on episode? Uh, middle-ish. Middle ground. Probably around 30. Episode 30s. Interesting. Like that. Okay. Um, we've had him on. Um, uh, Martin did an episode a little while ago with mm-hmm. us. We're not opposed to having guests. No. Ideally, great. I wouldn't mind having... Here's the issue. My idea of guests are to have, like, guests drop in. Yeah, yeah. Like, either, either you're there for the entire episode, which I'm totally cool with, mm-hmm. or you drop in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. but we don't have the regimented scheduling with our podcast to be like, oh, we got a guest coming in at 730 because mm-hmm. we're not a real radio show. But that's just how I see it in my head. Right. So I'd rather they be there for the whole episode, which I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to change what we talk about or how we talk no. about things. No, but that's how I think that that's how it is with a lot of unless it's an interview style podcast, which the focus then mm-hmm. beca- goes on the guest. Yeah. Um. Like, that's what I dig about these podcasts that have a format or a set thing. Like, if it's an advice yeah. podcast, we answer questions. So the guest purpose is to come on and answer questions with the host. See, Stuff like that. Like, that. Like they just come on and they're a chameleon. And generally, for us, the benefit is that if we do have a guest, most of the time it's a comic. Right. Yeah. So it's a little bit easier to be more free-flowing yeah. and more... Oh, uh, we're just going to talk about something we saw in the news or a fucking movie we watched. Yeah. And did you see it? Did you see this story? And you can jump in. Right. Trending topics. And- but sometimes you have to go into interview mode. Yeah. Like we're going to we're going to have a potential guest coming up in a couple of weeks that I really yeah. think we're going to have to go into interview mode for. No. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean that, like, I think probably there's some stuff she'll probably shoot the shit with us with. But it will have to be, I think, a little bit more focused. more interviews. Yeah. Especially because. You bring somebody on, like, we have you on our podcast. We go, oh, it's Sarah from Intoxicated Podcast. We've done eight fucking crossovers or whatever <laughs> thing by this point. More crossovers than a fucking Marvel movie. <laughs> and, um, 
or like we have a comic on we just go it's a comic and then you kind of have this intrinsic trust that it's a fucking comic right on the right. show but when it's somebody that know that our audience doesn't know mm-hmm then you have to have a little bit of it. You have to introduce. This is what they do. This is the da, da, da. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, I think I, I'm very excited for that future episode. Stay tuned. As long as it happens. Subscribe to the Boys Club comedy video. Yeah, we got... Uh, and I truly enjoy it. Like, I enjoyed it before I even knew you guys. Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think we do. I, you know, I, I think we have... I think we have a good podcast. I think generally we do. I you think it's love fun. your podcast. Yeah, I mean, I used to listen to it all the time, and I don't listen to it anymore, which is fucking funny. Yeah. I think the longer I, you do it, the less you listen to your own shit. But I also feel like I don't need to listen to it, because I know it was good. Yeah. I think in the past, I used to re-listen to it thinking, like, I know that episode was good, but I want to listen to it just to double check. And and you must agree, too. Sometimes you don't remember Anything you said. Oh, yeah. Sometimes, like, especially <laughs> by the extras. I always listen to the extras because we're drunk by the time the extras recorded. So, yeah. so I always have to be like, what did we say? <laughs> like, yeah. but that's we're always people have to pay for it. So it doesn't matter yeah, what the fuck we there say. There you go. So, yeah. We're always waiting for someone to go back to an early episode and get offended. Yeah, well, fuck them. Well, actually, that's something I'd like to bring up is Facebook sure. and social media. And you've mentioned before that... Um, like when you think of jokes or, th- or funny things, like there are certain things you put on social media that won't make the stage. Yeah, it's for stuff that's just not funny enough to be on the stage. Exactly. Yeah, like I think like recently, the best example I had is recently as I, I put something on Twitter and actually like a, a, a pretty big comic from Montreal who's pretty big in the States too retweeted it. And it oh, got really? Like 23 or four. Amazing. It was one of my highest, not bragging That's yeah nothing, yeah yeah it's just like one of my highest kind of interactions engagement and i just said if you're wearing pajama pants with uh, pockets in them you're not wearing pajama pants you're wearing depression pants <laughs> and that's just something that, like i, I mean, love I, that I, I, it's not good enough for stage but it's clever enough i for think you could almost turn that into something yeah stage, but it's so. clever enough for a tweet you know like it totally so is. it's not something i want to hang my hat on for a joke on stage but you get like 15 20 people retweeting it reply you yeah, know, liking it, and then you never know. It's really so. cool. My response to Whitney Cummings' tweet mm-hmm. got a bunch of likes, and all it said was, "I posted your tweet on Facebook, and I've been defending it all morning." <laughs> it's funny because a male friend of mine reposted that tweet the other day, and oh, nobody really? said shit. What the fuck? Nobody on his friends list said shit. You have to, you you. I mean, ultimately, you have to understand when you're saying shit online. There's a portion of people that are go- are going to, whether they know it or not, are going to genuinely feel more comfortable challenging you because you're a woman. Hmm. Like, like whether they know that that's subconsciously what they're doing or not, and I think usually, they're less likely and, to challenge a man than they are a woman. And a lot of the times, it's women challenging women. Yeah. Oh, you guys hate each other. It's fem- fuck. Men aren't the problem for women. It's other women. Other women. It's so true. Feminists are Sometimes terrible. Men. Feminists are terrible. They hate more women than they do men. Like, yeah. like it's it's, it's and, a and different culture. racial lines and different divides. Oh, the feminist movement is. I mean, it's great. Feminism's. I'm not one of these. I, I hate these fucking guys. I hate these fucking guys. They uh, love to say they're feminist. Ah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I'm not an ist of anything. Yeah. I want equal rights for both of us. I don't give a shit. Uh-huh. 
I, you're just trying to get your dick sucked when you go out and you publicly want to be like, I'm a, fem- I'm a male feminist. I just, oh, go fuck yourself. I just, uh, I don't know. I just think people are so quack too. But in the feminism movement, like I was saying, you got the, there's so many problems in the feminist, feminist movement when you take uh, white middle class feminists and, or white upper middle class feminists, they don't look at other fucking poor Mm-hmm. women of color the same way they look at their other female like that's there's true. so many fucking problems oh, but that's tons. just any ideology I'm not saying there's fucking well and just the internet yeah. in general and the mm-hmm. the need the yeah. need yeah. to to argue yeah I mean tone is everything man like I almost got into it with a guy last night I'm so glad I diffused it yeah because then I realized like afterwards like we were both reading into each other's tones uh, okay. a lot worse what was the status Oh, it's just like I posted, um, you know, the the picture of the Trump quote where he was like, oh, boy, I'm fucked. This is the end yeah. of the pre- presidency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a guy. I won't call him a comic. No offense. If you do listen to this, I'm not trying to be a dick. You're not a comic. You're an open micer. And uh, there's a difference. Barely, and there's a difference. <laughs> and that's not an insult. I'm not trying to fucking put you down. Is open Mike Fox really going to make an appearance? <laughs> he is my favorite character. If you uh, insist. If you- yeah. On being called the comic. Yeah. Before, yeah. If you've done three shows and you were charging $15, you might be an open micer. Um, anyway, I've known of this guy, known this guy for a while, and we, I knew that we would have different political uh, views, uh, views mm-hmm. just from stuff he said. Mm-hmm. And so he started to write, well, you know, if you research this more, like he was, you know, blah, 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 blah. But then he said, he said completely baseless accusations against Trump. Yeah. And I went, dude, when you say fucking baseless, like that just tells me where your opinions come from. And now I don't want to listen to anything you have to say. Yeah. You can't let your, you, you can't just present facts. You got to throw your opinion in there. Yeah. And then he went, well, fuck me for trying to have an opinion and fucking like, the typical right wingers like to say that left wing, and I'm not a left winger. I'm not. I'm not left wing. I'm not right wing. I fucking hate both sides equally. Uh, I'm very much a centrist. Um, I believe in. Mm-hmm. I believe in. I believe gay people should be allowed to get married. Well, they are, but uh, like yeah. when they weren't. I believe in equal rights and equal pay for women, which is very leftist. I believe in socialized medicine, which is very leftist. Yeah. Uh, but I believe in fiscal responsibility, which is yep. very conservative and, right. and stuff like that. And I believe in free speech, which now seems to be something conservatives are fighting for more than liberals are. Like, like, yeah. So I guess I just... So he said something to me about that. And then I went, da-da-da-da-da. And he goes, but you're a comedian. Isn't your job to have opinions? And I was like, no, my job is to be funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's my job. Like, don't get me wrong. The best comedy has opinions behind it. Uh-huh. But the best comedy wasn't written with an opinion in mind. It was written with a joke. Something to make someone laugh. Yeah. And a joke to yeah. me is a joke that reflects something about the way that we live in. Whether it's trivial or important, it reflects something about how we live. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where the opinion comes in, but the funny has to be there first. The funny has so to be there. That's why I said, no, my job is to be funny. It's not to have an opinion. But and I think people who see jokes and get offended by them, they just don't take the second to mm. like be like, okay, wait a minute. So then like, he let, was let's like, look at this statement. He said something, he's like, well, I guess pandering is one way to get to the top. And then that's when I got angry. I was like, what do you fuck do you mean pandering? Are you trying to say I pan? Are you trying to say that everything I fucking earned, which I worked my ass off for in comedy, and I'm still mm-hmm. working my ass off for? Mm-hmm. 
that I pandered to get it when you can't write a fucking joke to save your life? Like that right. was that was what was going through my head. Right. Like my immediate thing was like, I'm gonna fucking ruin this guy. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna make a comment that's gonna be so fucking devastating that he's gonna it's gonna ruin his fucking weekend. It's not gonna ruin his night. It's gonna ruin his next four fucking days. You wanna challenge me? I'll fucking show you who to challenge. Yeah. And then I realized I'm insane right now. <laughs> right? Why am I have, this angry? It's always good to have that moment of clarity though. And, and then I realized we we just got a joke about this. And so I started making jokes. I called them silly. It's actually funny. Nick Beaton is a comic from Toronto told me anytime you're in an online fight, tell them they're stupid and it'll diffuse the fight because it's just they can't handle how stupid it is to say you're stupid, right? <laughs> so Fair. I just said you're being silly. Right. And that diffused the fight. And then we started joking about porn. You know what? I had a feeling I, of who it was and I was right. <laughs> I just looked at the post. Yeah. I mean, I had a feeling like, I knew. Honestly, I'm not rehashing this to be like, everybody, fuck that guy. If you see that post, you know who I'm talking about. Fuck that guy. What I'm saying is, is we've lost. I don't agree with his politic with him politically or fundamentally. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to get into a fucking fight with him on a fucking Thursday night at eleven o'clock at night. Yep. Because we don't agree. Well, it's like what you said. Like, remember the days of seeing something you didn't agree with, and, and just and just and just keep scrolling. Yep. Yeah, what's going on? That's not for me. Just yeah. keep keep scrolling. Or if it's really bugging you, and and it's a normal thing on your feed, either block the person, unfollow them, or. But I got to do that all the time, man. Like I listen know? to fucking podcasts my friends do, and they say something that I don't agree with, and then I find myself being like, "Ah, fuck it!" But then I'm like, "Why are you getting mad? This is your friend." What did I say? No, it wasn't you. <laughs> but but I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting in my car and I'm like, why are you so mad? You don't hate this person. You love this person. Yeah. And then I go, yeah, I do love this person. I just don't agree with that statement. Exactly. <laughs> and we're all, it's okay to disagree. It's okay. Even if I think that it comes from a completely base, you know, a yeah. fucking place and a fucking ill-informed place, it's okay. Yeah. Because even bad opinion, bad opinions that don't have hate behind them are fine to exist they're just bad opinions if they're bad opinions that have hate behind them then yeah you you might want to fucking yeah tell this person to slow their roll but yeah i just that's actually a good way to to, to fight like it's yeah you can't get along with everybody you you just can't Mm -hmm. there's a reason why we go to school it's a reason why we go to public education is to understand uh that there's a bunch of fucking people in this world and they're all different and they're all gonna have their own different opinions and we're not all gonna get along it's true. But we have to learn how to accept it and get, like, we're not all going to agree, but we're all going to learn to get along. Like, yeah. 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 It's just interesting to me, like, who's more susceptible to it than others, though, is the thing. Like, I posted a picture of a Starbucks coffee cup and got, yeah. and got a message saying, why don't you use disposable cups? Why don't you fuck off? That like, it's just response. like, just like, why are we, Why? Like, yeah, you spent your day doing this. That was your time. You, this was what you wanted to. It's just, I just think it's just absolutely ridiculous. I had to eat for a second, it's weird for video. Girl, oh. gotta eat. Oh yeah, I have this gummy, this edible gummy. Those, oh, where'd you get yeah. those? Oh, this is dispensary I go to. Hundred twenty-five milligrams. Oh, yeah. toasty, toasty. Government toasty. wants us to have ten milligrams. Oh fuck, that's that. what they think the max is, and I just really ten. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So fuck the government's legal fucking shit. I was yeah. so on board for them. Not anymore. Not on Team nope. Gov. I used to be. Not, Not anymore. anymore. Product sucks. Yeah. I gave them six months. They said ask 
They wanted six months to work out all the kinks. Scott Belford mentioned it on stage the other day. April 16th was officially six months. Really? So they done. Kinks are still there, so. They still got them kinks. Yeah. Anyway, what is it? Is it dry? What's that? Is that is that the main issue with the weed? That's dry? No, it's not. I don't even fuck that it's dry. Honestly, I don't give a fuck. I'll smoke dry weed. I'll smoke fucking moist weed. I don't give a shit. Mm. I just don't want to walk in and go, here's a piece of paper with what we have available today. Mm. That's the thing that bothers me. Yeah. That's fair. And you can't keep your stock up. That's the problem. Yeah, and also other places will deliver to your door, which is very convenient. It was funny, though, because like, uh, last weekend I was uh, with outside having a cigarette at, at the party, and Daniel came out, and he brought his pipe with him, and he was smoking weed. And there was that part of me that was like, dude, we're on your front balcony. <laughs> and then I went, oh, it doesn't matter what balcony it you're doesn't. on anymore. Yeah, yeah. Did I tell you about... Okay, so... After me, you, and Kirsten had brunch that day, mm-hmm. we went to the booze store, and I didn't have, my ID was expired, so I couldn't buy booze. And so I was like, Kirsten, can, Which you, is such can, you, can you do that for me? Yeah. And I turned into a 15-year-old girl being like, I'll wait outside. You go in. I'll, I'll just wait. And she's like, Sarah, like... You could still come into the store with yeah, me. Yeah, they're not going to like you're chase still, you out. You look you, like an adult. You're still 32. Yeah, yeah you but, look like an adult. They're not going to fucking be like, get out of here. But a part of me was just like, oh, I can't. <laughs> it was hilarious. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Oh, my God. I just yeah. got so scared. Judge's daughter, dude. Like, I I just get nervous. No, I get don't, it. Don't want to be caught. It is bullshit that they want to accept expired IDs. It's still your photo. It's still my it's birthday. It's still government issued. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right now I have an expired ID and a big piece of paper. At yeah, the that's show. what I here's how you know you're an alcoholic because when I got that big piece of paper, <laughs> my first question was, what happens if I try to buy booze? And they're like, they <laughs> yes, should accept I it. Said <laughs> yes. I was like, most people. I didn't give a fuck about getting pulled over by a cop. <laughs> I just wanted to know. What happens if I want to buy beer? It's a very important yeah. question. Mm-hmm. What if? I love how it's, what if I want to buy booze? It's not, oh, yeah. literally, this is my next stop. Oh, yeah, I'm the going there store. right now. So I need to know. Oh, here's my question. Sure. Okay. Um, you, whenever you come to drink or get drunk, you bring a lot of beer. How yeah. many beer does it take for you to feel drunk? It, just beer? Mm-hmm. Now, you want to, it depends. How do you define drunk? Mm. Like, do you mean buzzed or do you mean drunk? Let's say buzzed. Buzzed, eight or nine. Drunk, 14, 15. Holy crap. That's a lot. Yeah. Eight or nine would be like my drunk. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. It's funny because, uh, <laughs> like, it, you know, people at like other conferences, like, oh, fucking Christ, you. That's why I started mixing edibles with alcohol, to be honest, because then it reduces the amount of beers I have to take to get Uh to where I need to be. See, I can't mix. Mixing Um, is... Yeah, well, you can't. A lot of people can't. Uh, It took me... I I used to throw up when I used to mix edibles with alcohol. Oh, fuck. But you build a tolerance, and then your body gets used to whatever you're putting into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At first, your body's like, what the fuck is this? And the next day, you feel like you're walking through a cloud, and... And, yeah. and you just feel you feel a weed hangover. Sometimes you get sick. Now my body's like, ah, this is just another day. Like, wow. This is just what it is. And uh, but so that's why I started doing it. But I, one of my favorite conversations ever with uh, my friend Andrew Evans. And 
I said something. He he's like, uh, my dad came up to visit, and I think we, between the two of us, drank sixty three beers or something like that. And he was like, "Oh my god, you guys!" It's like even if that was split down the middle, that's thirty some beers each. And I went, "Yeah," but we were drinking all day. And he goes, "It's still like thirty some beers." He's like, "What?" He's like, "You can't drink thirty some beers." And I was like, "Andre the Giant could drink thirty some beers." <laughs> and he goes, "Because you can't." You have to stop comparing yourself to Andre the Giant. He's <laughs> like, you can't live your life like you're Andre the Giant. And I, just that a grown man had to say to me that you, you can't live your life like you're Andre the Giant. That's great. Laugh. Like, wow. Like, yeah. You should go on your tombstone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be a great tombstone. Andrew book. the Giant. We hardly knew you. <laughs> they said I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't. <laughs> That's why I'm dead at 38. So, <laughs> But you, you like to get fucked up a lot. I do. Where does that come from? I just like the way that it feels. Hmm. Where's the budget for it, though? That's what I always wonder. Like, people who drink a lot and get high a lot. Oh, there's this lot. thing I don't buy called groceries, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's all that not eaten. Yeah. No, and I fill out my bankruptcy form under the grocery part. That's where my <laughs> NSLC receipts go. <laughs> no. Well, it's just like I, I, I consume a lot of booze, yeah. so I usually can't afford but to you be have a pothead. Like, but three drinks can get you buzzed, right? Three or four drinks or five? Four or five. But, man, if that's all it took for me to get buzzed, I'd be, I'd be laughing at how much money I spent on alcohol. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, the thing is, is like... I, I I actually think this is very funny, but I remember uh, a trivia a couple weeks ago. I said because I hosted a trivia room, and I said to the players something about I don't know how the brain works. I don't know how my brain works. All I know is that I have to put enough booze and alcohol into it <laughs> so it shuts up, and then I can go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I just thought it was funny. Like, I was does like, it turn off your brain though? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it helps me get to a point where I'm not worried about things, and then I can go to sleep. Ah, because otherwise your brain will keep you up at night. Otherwise, I'll just stay up all night. Like, uh, you shouldn't have said this. You shouldn't have done that. Maybe you could have handled this interaction differently. Like, but I get fucked, and I like being fucked up. I just like it. It's fun. It's. I wish. I wish our entire life. I when I'm when these edibles kick in and these beers kick in. I wish everybody could live their entire life the way I feel in that moment. (laughs) Hopefully, like we'll capture it on video. When the, Probably not. When, it's going to be a couple hours. But, oh, really? Yeah, it's going to be a few more hours. What's the thing about edibles? Yeah, they sneak up on well, it you. It takes about forty-five. It takes about half hour to forty-five minutes. If you're drinking, it takes longer because the alcohol kind of like right uh, dilutes it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why. I, that's why I have like more than I like. I would on a normal night, I would just take that gummy and feel like I was flying through space. But then I brought these homemade See, gummies I made, and I I would like, have half of that and be flying through space. Yeah, I mean, one hundred twenty-five milligrams is is a lot. For like for most for the uninitiated, it's a lot. Jesus, I just wanted Christ. to use a word that was in a Batman movie. Uninitiated, the uninitiated. I love it. To the uninitiated, but but <laughs> yeah. but back to but the anxiety thing. Mm-hmm. It like, do you think you have anxiety or? I think everybody has, but it's true. We're I don't really know. Honestly, I don't know if I have anything that's diagnosable, but I I know that I have. I watched a video on anxiety years ago that explained it in a way that I had never heard it explained before, but felt very personal to me. Mm-hmm. I felt very real to the stuff mm. I experienced and the way that I, and one of them is nagging thoughts, which is what I always knew that I had like, and, and the ability not to fall asleep at night because you start reviewing everything you did in the day yeah, and having nagging thoughts about it. I didn't know that that was a symptom of anxiety. Uh-huh. Now I, maybe it's not, but according to this fucking video, it, was. No, that, and, it makes and, sense that it would be. And, um, 
so yeah there's that like but I just, I don't know, I like it. Like, I like feeling fucked up. I, I, it's I, this is a weird thing to say. Cause it no, it's like fun. An addict. No. Like, you know, I get it. I'm an, I'm an addict. I get it. I'm, a, Are I'm you an alcoholic. Though? I'm a drug addict. I totally, totally. I don't like, I don't like nights where I don't have edibles. Mm. I, I don't freak out and fuck. But like, if you didn't have it. I can go without. Then you're not, you're, but I don't then like I don't, it. I don't think you're an addict then. I know, but I don't like it. And I try right. not to. Right. I don't yeah, drink yeah. every night, just so you yeah. know that. I yeah. drink every Tuesday night with Travis. Yeah. Most Thursdays, I'll have a couple beers when I get home from trivia, because I usually don't work on Thursdays. Friday, so it's kind of like Thursday's my Friday. Hell yeah. Uh, and then I'll drink Friday and Saturday. I mean, right. that's still, uh, that's half the week. It's still yeah, a yeah. fair amount of time, especially a guy being my size and my diet. It's not good for me to have all this alcohol. I, I Look, I get it. But we're, we're all going to die. fuck it (laughs) so just try to enjoy your fucking life i know and if it's not a here's what here's how i look at any drugs alcohol no matter what is your rent paid yeah are your bills paid yeah i joked about groceries but do you have food to eat yeah and go nuts then you're fucking good and then it's your choice your choice and if that's how you want to If you want to spoil your liver like I'm doing, fucking good on you. Good on you. Yeah, you do do your thing. Don't. If, and this thing, I like Martin said, I get drunk and I tell people I love them. I don't get drunk Aww. and fucking hate people. You're spreading love. You know, like, you're spreading positivity <laughs> through alcohol. Through <laughs> alcohol, we're just <laughs> Andrew's in a bad mood. Just feed him some booze. Hit him some booze. <laughs> I I understand it's an issue, and I understand mm. it's like you know, but. I don't think it's I don't an issue. dwell on it. Yeah. I was wondering if you thought it was an issue. There's been times. There was like a time last, not this winter, but last winter where oh, I really? felt that it was a little out of control. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this was a point where I was drinking almost every night. So right. it was getting a little out of control. What was it that made you think, fuck? I just was drinking every night. Yeah. And it was like, because like what happened was I went on the road and I was away for three and a half weeks and you're drinking every night when you're on the road because it's just a party. It's just you do your show and have yeah, and then you have drink. drinks with the comics, yeah. and then you it's just it's a party every night of the week, yeah. And then you come home and you're like, you're sitting behind your computer after an open mic and you're drinking because you're just used to doing it for four weeks. That's true. And then you, it, it becomes a point where you have to go like, oof, what am I doing? Yeah. Did it make you feel physically shitty? Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah I yeah. feel the same way. But I, it doesn't. Right now, it's not at that point for me anymore. Yeah. Like, it's still heavy drinking, but it's not. But you're, it's like, not every night. Yeah, it wasn't every night. And so. As long as you have it in check. Yeah. Good. You got to you gotta know your limits, you know? Yeah, 100%. And I'm a big dude. When I say I can drink 24 beer, I can. And most people go, wow, 24. But I'm a big guy. So it's you'd have no alcohol. issue doing a century if we did a century. I haven't done one since university, but I'm pretty sure I could handle it. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest part of the, to me, the challenge, especially in university, is peeing. Yeah. Oh, oh! You gotta. So I, our Canada I had a buddy Day of mine that was handing me shots while I was peeing to keep up with the every minute you had to you had to pee. Yeah, <laughs> or yeah. every minute you had to take a shot. And sometimes when you got a bunch of booze in your system, the pee is longer than a minute. That's it's, true. So every Canada Day we do an intoxicated century, and I stock the bathroom with shots of beer. Yeah, yeah. Just in case. Yeah, I can do a century. I mean, it's a. Very easy way to get fucked up in under two hours. I've never made it to the uh, 100. I've only done it once and I did 
the hundred. The first time I did it, I made it to the hundred. I I, I I assume you would. Yeah. It's the fastness of it, I think, that gets people. Well, it's funny because drunk. I'm probably having a hundred shots a minute. <laughs> you just did a but century. When you put it in a cup and you make sure it's timed, it's so <laughs> fucking strange. I know. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, I, I think my, I think I got to maybe I think I'm going to do, uh, tomorrow's 420, I'm going to do 100 <gasps> edibles in 100 minutes. No, tomorrow's, no. tomorrow's 420, I totally it forgot fell on a that. Saturday. It oh my God. Well, when you're listening to this, it won't be tomorrow, but, but. Right, right, yeah, right. We're recording this on the 19th. I, I had to look, I had to fucking look. I just said 420 <laughs> and I had to look. So kids, maybe don't drink. Maybe well, don't. when this airs, it'll be in the past. <laughs> yeah. So they've already gotten high. That's what I find funny. Like a buddy of mine, I just uh, Shane Ogden, I just recorded for his podcast last week or two weeks ago. He's like, so you're going to headline next week. I'm like, yeah, we're talking about that. And then like the episode still hasn't come out yet. Ah! (laughs) It's like people are going to go looking for tickets. No, they're not. (laughs) It's just that like. And it's not a big deal, but there's that weird broadcaster part of my... Because I love radio. I'm obsessed with radio. Mm-hmm. So that weird broadcaster part of me that's like, well, I know you did other episodes, but if you're going to have somebody talk about something that happened that's coming up in the future, you should have that episode drop before you fucking... Oh, well, yeah, it, of course, it, it, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck. <laughs> We're in the past or in the future. Mostly in the past. Yeah, mostly. Good old podcasting. Yeah. That's a... Uh, yeah. It's a crazy ass, crazy ass world. Oh, it's fun. I love it. Um, what about deep cuts? Um, what about women and dating? Okay. You're not interested in it at all. I'm not not interested in it. It's just, you know. You don't want to find yourself. Well, you, you told me. You were trying to sell a fucking, uh, you're, you're trying to sell a fucking box cube television on Kijiji in 2019. You wouldn't put no. the you wouldn't put the ad up every week. You put it up for two weeks, and then when you realize nobody wanted it, you take it down. Oh, it's, oh, like, like, it's that's just, a sad just, analogy. No, it's, not, it's not sad. It just is what it is, you know. Yeah. Um, but you you said that if you were to have someone, they'd have to be like an independent. Yeah, well, no, it, it would have to be an independent woman, somebody who's. I have, Despite not having relationships, I've learned a lot about women through my other friends' relationships. Oh, that's true. And uh, most women are really horrible at having an identity to themselves. Most women, and I know some of your listeners who are women are going to hear this and be like, fuck that guy. But what I mean, I'm not talking about you. You're obviously a, a cool... Mm-hmm. Not you, but I'm saying you in the general sense. You yeah, yeah, yeah. and your listeners. You're obviously cool individual girls of your own shit going on in your life. Yeah. And your own jobs and your own passion. But you got to admit, a lot of the fucking women out there, their whole life is like. Their partner. Or, or when on, I get a partner. Yeah, yeah. Or when I get a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all they care about. Yeah. Men, have, men are like, I want a woman. I want to get laid. I want pussy. But I got 90 million other things going on, too. True. Mm-hmm. And I don't think. I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's just that the way that we position women in society that it looks like that and it's not that way. But I, I, it's just how I feel. Like, I need a woman who's like, okay, I'm going out every night of the week to do comedy. Okay. Cool. I'm going to go do this. I'm going out with my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, I mean, you'll well, be home by midnight. Yeah, I'll be home by midnight too. All right. Well, well that's an interesting thing that you, you know, bring like, up because like, cause dating and comedy uh-huh. must be challenging because of the fact. I mean,. You could eliminate half of that sentence. Dating is just challenging for me. I mean, that's true, yeah. Yeah. But in particular, a a job where you're out late, Mm -hmm. it's 
late at night. Yeah. Um, and like it's a little more unpredictable. Yeah. Um, so and I would never. It would have a woman to be a, who sit down rules. I can't. Yeah, yeah. They'd have to be able to roll with that. Yeah. Yeah, Which, I think so. I, I'm not sad about not dating. I'm not. I'm. I don't want anyone to ever get that interpretation. I'm not. I don't date. And I don't have sex anymore. I'm perfect. I mean, I'm horny right now more than I have been in a long time. Oh, sure. really? Yeah. I'm not to be weird about it. <laughs> See, I'm the if opposite. If the online reality gaming talk didn't turn you off, the the big guy talking <laughs> about his sex drive will. Uh, it's not always there, but like right now, it's there. Right, like, right, it's right. Really there, and a lot of my friends are fucking right now, and it's almost like. <laughs> just a little yeah yeah it's like going to see an open mic comedy show when you're not booked on the open mic comedy show Aww. like you want to do it because you're around it you know yeah, like, right. i can do this i know i can i feel but out. uh i just don't i just haven't had a big sexual history and i think milestones that people go through in developing their sexuality and what i mean by their sexuality is how you have sex and and what it's like to have a relationship and have constant sex. I just have such limited experience in that. Like mm-hmm. like any woman that gets with me for a long period of time or is going to have to understand that like my growth is stunted sexually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I have such limited exposure. And there's nothing, nothing like I don't there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it, but there's like discussions that may need to happen, yeah. or like just some basic understanding, or that's true. You know, I'm not a guy who I'm not going to go out and fuck somebody I don't know for one night. No, I don't think that that's. I don't think that that's fun. Mm. I've done it twice. Like people, it's not pe- fun. My friends get on. <laughs> that's the only times I fucked were one night stands. It's not fun. But they were friends, weren't they? Mm, kind of. So it's not really a one night stand. Yeah, but if you don't ever talk to them or fuck them again, isn't it not a one night stand? Yeah, you're probably more in the one night stand exactly. <laughs> arena. Yeah. But I, I get people get on my case about being like a tease, but like I like drawing things out a bit yeah. and taking some time yeah. to get there. Like I think that that makes for a more fun experience than yeah. just like just, wham, bam, thank you, man. Yeah. I, and yeah. that's the thing. It's honestly like I've had what I consider two one night stands and I just would rather try something else. Yeah. Like a relationship, but the options aren't there. So there doesn't bother me. I just go, okay, I'm yeah. happy in I, life. I'm man, happy in life. I wish that I was you though. Like yeah, I wish I could I'm have that. five years old. And uh, you know, I, here's the difference. You are entering a sexual peak in your life. But what I mean by that is you are entering a point where you're more sexually interested. You're more interested in sex than you're going to be ever in your entire life. And that's right now at your age. Yeah. That was for men was 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you're more sexually hungrier now than ever, because women at your age are more sexually hungrier now than ever. 30s. Yeah. Men are more sexually. Not that they're they're always sexually hungry, but their peak of their horniness and their sexuality is the their mid 20s. Right. I'm 35. You passed it. I'm past. It doesn't. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean I don't fucking think about what I would love a fucking woman to fuck me tomorrow, tonight, fucking this afternoon. Yeah. Next hour. I don't give a shit. You know, like. But it's also, it's like, I also have to understand that, like, the reason why I don't fuck, too, is I don't, I have a type of women that I like, and they don't like me. So, it's it's a different 
you know, and I get it, you know. I hate that. Yeah, that's that something bad. It's just it is what no, it is. No, it's but it sucks, and it's okay to say yeah. that it sucks. Yeah, I guess, but I don't. I don't want to be depressed about it. I, I, yeah. I have I have the best friends in the world. I have the fucking best people in my life. Yeah. And I have this thing I get to do that I care so much about. That's true. So I don't give a shit about pussy. I don't. Damn. I don't give a fuck. I mean, it'd be nice. I don't give a shit. But you, it's not. It's yeah. not an. It's not, it's not a, a check, priority. It's not a check mark no. on your box of things you care about. No, it's very far. If I was to prioritize the list, it would be very far down on the very list. Very far down. <laughs> do you think that's because it's been so long? Probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously. Yeah. yeah I mean, fine. I've had people suggest to me, like, you see a doctor about low testosterone and shit. That might be it. I don't know. I just don't, you know. Yeah. I mean, like, what What would they? Would they They'd just, give you testosterone. And it would just make you horny? Yeah. Huh. It's not going to change anything. Yeah. It's not going to make me drop <laughs> right? like, pounds. It might just make it's it worse. It's my dick eight inches longer. Like, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, yeah and, and making you more horny yeah. isn't going to change the, the fact the that you're best? not getting laid. Yeah. We, we already know somebody who's like that. Like, it's not. Yeah. Know, it's, it's not good. Like, like yeah. I, I don't understand. I don't understand training for a fight that's never going to happen. Oh. No, but that's a good analogy, right? Like, it's that was a funny analogy. You got to give me that. It's a... Like, you're not going to take steroids and hit the punching bag if you ain't going to go out and fucking challenge for the title. Not much of a like, point. What's the point, but, right? But do you think... Okay. Okay. I'm very proud of that analogy. And know. also, let me know if I'm digging too deep and you want me to shut the fuck up. Um, it's okay. I'm about to run out of beer soon, but... Would okay. you ever... Like, try. Because the idea of trying to meet someone is daunting. So most of us go online and they I think when apps. you try, you die. I don't, I honestly, I don't think anyone has anybody, and I mean, honestly, when you're desperate, it'll never happen. That's it'll true. never happen. You'll never meet somebody. That's true. You'll never be in a relation. When you're desperate, it will never happen. Mm hmm. Everybody you know that's in a committed long-term relationship will tell you, I wasn't looking, and then I found this person. Yeah. Everybody. Hands down. And Ex- if somebody tells you, no, no, I was looking, and I found this person. Except for. That shit ain't going to last. Rachel Feinstein, who met her firefighter husband. Ain't going to last. When they're married. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, you know, Rachel Feinstein, yeah, fuck you. She was at a steakhouse. Yeah, fair and enough. And she went out with friends, and her intent was to meet a guy. Yeah, well, fair enough. It's I, the I, best I just, story ever. I'm just, I just like, think, thank I you. I honestly just think that, like, yeah, you have to... Uh, I've had women over the last couple... Of, like, 35, I've had more women hit on me in 35 than I have mm-hmm. in a long time. Mm-hmm. And you just And I wasn't looking. And that's when they came around. And also, you just you just weren't into them back. Well, right? No, I was into them. I was into all of them. It's just they all their own shit going on. You know, like what do you mean you were into them and then you didn't do anything? Oh, uh, every girl that I you know kind of hit on me this year, I I was into. It's just there's other factors that go into it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fair. Fucking mm-hmm. nuances of. And the thing life. is, too, it's like if I'm being 100 percent completely honest with you, because of like I said, my sexual stunted growth or whatever is like I there's already this weird nervousness if I hook up with a woman I don't give a fuck who you've been with how many men you've been with in your past or you've been with it's your past everybody has fucking you know yeah yeah but I've been with so little women that if I'm like oh you have kids like I really don't know how to 
fuck that woman. You know, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know how to fuck. I don't know how to fuck. I don't know how to kiss. I don't remember how to kiss. Yeah. I don't know if I'm a good kisser or I'm a bad kisser. I don't fucking know because yeah. I just don't know. Right. Right. I just don't know. Yeah. So when you throw that on top of the fact that of like, oh, well, they know because they've been doing it for a while. Yeah. It's just daunting when you, when you no, compare the two. It is. It's not silly, but it's, it's the truth of my life. Yeah. 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 I still find a way to talk about it a lot. <laughs> Even if I ain't fucking, I still find a way to talk about it all the time. I mean, why not? Mm. I hear Women it's, are beautiful. I hear it's fun. Bodies are beautiful. Uh, having somebody else touch you is fun. Well, skin hunger is a thing, and that that yeah. is that is a real true I don't thing. even know. It, it, it's just basic contact. Having somebody intimacy. touch another. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're people that are meant to have some sort of intimacy in our life. Yeah. And uh, not having any is different. Is not yeah. fun. It's not. Eh, it's, it's just how you look at it. It's just different. You know? Like, yeah. 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 That's how I feel about it, at least. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, yeah. But uh, you're also a self-deprecating person. Yep. And so am I. Yeah. <sighs> Do you get a lot of people telling you to stop being self-deprecating? Not as much anymore as I did when I first started comedy. Like, yeah. If when I first started, it was like, oh, my God, you really don't like yourself. Like, Right. Um, I mean, I think it's all, it's just a disarming technique. It's like, I'll make fun of myself so somebody Before else Before you get, yeah. exactly. But I don't think that, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't. I don't think anybody tells me not to. I mean, now I'm in a group where it's just of people where it's just like, who can make fun of the other person the best? So it's kind of hard oh to be like, God. you know, like, like you should tone it down, dude. It sounds like you don't like yourself. Like, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that. There's a, I like being friends with comics because they get it. Like they get the self-deprecation and like the yeah. jokes. And like when I do it with other friends, they're just like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I hate it when people I don't, don't like when that. people think it's like, oh, that's sad. It's not sad. It's a fucking joke. It's a joke. Exactly. Shut the fuck up. Like, but is there any truth in the in the saying that there's like a small kernel of truth in self-deprecation? But yeah, jokes? but I mean, but that but what is the small kernel of truth? Like, well, like you making suicide jokes all the time. Yeah, but it's because the small kernel of truth is I, we could all check out at any moment, and I'm fine with that. Right? You know what I mean? Like, like if so we, it's not as a dep- it's not as depressing as yeah, I, what people think it might be. I mean, I have a lot of things I would like to do in my life, and uh, but if I did die tomorrow, and there was some sort of afterlife, which is not going to be, but if there was. And I had to look at a book with some old fucking white dude, which is not, but let's just say that there is. And, <laughs> and I'd have to go over everything that I did in my life and say, do you feel satisfied with what you did up to this point? I would say, yeah, there's some things that are un- left undone, but I'm satisfied. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I still have a lot of stuff I want to do, but I don't have... Uh, well, you've been doing... But you've been in a career doing something you love for 10 years. For nine, nine years. years. Yeah, yeah. That in itself... Yeah. Is amazing. Yeah. Because you don't, would you? Do I've you, never been happier since I started be, being a comic. And like, do you feel like it's work? Uh, no. It's, I said that to somebody the the other day that I, I hate that corny sentence of, yeah, yeah. You'll never work a day in your life if you're happy. But I don't feel like I'm working. I mean, sometimes I joke when the audience is bad. I'll go, time to put on your work boots, boys. Like, this is, 
not fun tonight. This is work. Like, well, there's there's business after the show, and then you're like, this isn't work. There's businessy as- aspects too. Look, definitely, there's it's definitely a comedy, job. And but. well, here's here's the issue too. I think a lot of comics love joking about how it's not work. Mm-hmm. That when uh, non comics go, oh, you like, ah, is this a hobby or is this a job type of thing? It's like, fuck you, man. Like. We're the ones who get to say that. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. the ones who get to poke, poke fun at it, not you. That's true. I do so much work for my job that I don't get paid for. Right. That it would, it would, if I could legitimately sit people down and explain to them everything that comics do, just to make themselves good enough for that a hundred dollars they get for twenty minutes, you would never put in that dedication. That's true. To a, to a normal nine to five job, you would go fuck you. I get paid to be here from nine to five, and from that, suck my dick. Yeah. You would never do that. Yeah. But we go home and we spend hours looking at. Does this word go here? Does this thing go here? Does right. this sense not to be said? Does this joke go before this one? Does this one go before this one? Like so much work. And can you imagine if you clocked all those hours? Yeah. Like there, it would be a lot. It'd be amazingly. Yeah, hi. The number of unpaid hours you get for what you do is your job. Right. People yeah. don't think me sitting at home writing is my job, but it is my oh, job. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, y'all should be getting paid for but all these hours. For that, Nobody, I don't know. You know like, it is an ideal I world that I'm dreaming. Ask the club to pay me for the hours I spend working. Well, I guess on the only jokes. way that you could do that is if you were like working on a TV show or something. Like you'd be, you know what I mean? Like you're a writer on a TV show. You get paid when you're writing those shows for sure. But that's not the reality for a lot. You know, those people that are writers on those shows, they spent many hours in their house writing jokes. They didn't get paid for. You do a lot of work in comedy. So that when you get paid eventually, it's for the work that you did that you didn't get paid for. Right. Whether it's lined out like that or not. Like people sometimes find out that I make $500 for 20 minutes and like, Oh my God. I remember a trivia one night. (laughs) I made a joke about it to this team and I was like, oh, yeah, like I just made $500 for 20 minutes the other night. And this girl went, marry me. And I went, this is not an all-time thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is not like every day I'm making 500 bucks for 20 no. minutes. Why the fuck do you think I'm going to Boston Pizza on a Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not here because I like you guys. Yeah, and not only that, but like you might you might get a lot of money at once, or if you have like a really good month, mm-hmm. and then the next month it would it's not nothing. it's it won't be as good, and so you yeah. have to learn how to make that money last. And mm-hmm. and theoretically, and, yeah, theoretically. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm terrible at it. So, well, you, you I buy stupid shit all the time. You love st- <laughs> buying stupid. Oh shit. boy. So do, do you have a portion of your budget that just says that, stupid shit? I like how you said I had a budget. That's the best part. <laughs> Don't even have one of those. Don't I mean, know what they are. I don't know either, and I should. But you're right. It is. It's, uh, I, here, I think I said to Travis on our podcast, I got to stop saying treat yourself because, like, yeah. how many times a day can you treat yourself? <laughs> treat yourself. Treat yourself. It shouldn't even be every like, day. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's fucking, I don't know. Like, I, I bought this chain that Let me looks see this so chain. much bigger online. Oh, it's so dainty. And I got it. It's so small. Oh. And I don't know why I bought a chain in the first place because it's such white trash thing to do. Yeah. But I had this envision, like, I was like. I just, I, I think picture I you a, like a pimp. I, don't, I think I, I said at Beerly's the other night, like, because I had this hat on. I always wear this hat. I had this hat on. I had that hoodie on. Uh, you know, this chain hanging out over a gray t-shirt and I said I looked like the lowest level mob enforcer. <laughs> like if I was on the Sopranos I wouldn't be big pussy I would be no pussy. 
And I don't usually put bits on podcasts, but that's I love that. Well, we're at the end. Whoever heard it deserves Uh, to hear it. But yeah, I just I don't know. I I buy stupid because like my problem is with Amazon Prime. I just look at the pictures. I don't read the descriptions. (laughs) And I go, oh, drunk Andrew wants that. Click, click. (gasps) Oh my god! Even fucking worse. What did you get? Oh god! So this wasn't even drunk Andrew. I got home after getting this chain and feeling fucking like it came in the mail and my new wallet with my new wallet chain came because I lost my wallet the other weekend and I fucked flipped out. That was a hilarious moment, by the way. I never lose the fucking wallet when it's on a chain. Anyway, so uh, Kenny Robinson, uh, very funny uh, Canadian comic, has been doing it for many years. Winner of the Phil Hartman Comedy Award for Best Stand-Up Comic at some point runs a show called The Nubian Show. Anyways, it's a great fucking comic. He posted this link to this T-shirt for The Wire, the show The Wire. Okay, which is one of my, to me, the two greatest television shows ever written, where The Sopranos and The Wire. That's what they're I keep just, hearing. Mm-hmm. The two greatest shows. Gotta watch those. And so he had a link on his Facebook about this T-shirt, and I went on and fucking bought it, fifty bucks U.S. to get delivered to me. And I don't even wear graphic tees, but I'm like, you know what? I'm. I guarantee you, I'm the only motherfucking Halifax walking around in a gold wire T-shirt. You're goddamn right, oh I am. Nobody gosh. else is going to have this fucking shirt. And I love The Wire, and I don't give a fuck, and I'm going to feel like a pimp when I'm wearing it. <laughs> that was like um, Shannon at the at the party, at your after party last, was it last weekend? I have no concept yeah, of time. Yeah, last weekend. Um, when we were high, talking about waffles. Yeah. You weren't there, but I mentioned to her, I was like, Andrew Vaughn has never tried a fucking waffle in his nope. life. It's a fucking nope. disgrace. It's not. That's not. an ego, which I'm told are waffles. But you, I, you, you need to have a waffle. Mm-hmm. Like me and Shannon, like we'll invite you over for a waffle party. Oh, she just bought it's a waffle, waffle party. So. That seems like it's a sexual thing. I don't no, know. but there is this waffle. Oh, blue waffle. Blue waffle. Oh, yeah, yeah. But she, she was so high. We we're talking about waffles. And then mm. she was like on her phone. She's like, I just bought one. <laughs> put her phone down. It's amazing. Like, yeah. I was like, "Oh wow!" Didn't stop myself. Just wow. get a waffle maker. Just like in the moment. Well, that's like, like that's the thing about Amazon. It's so fucking great. You just, I know. Two to two three days, it'll be there. I need know? to start buying more stupid shit on Amazon. No, you don't. Why not? Trust me, as a guy who just spent a lot of money on some stupid shit, don't. But does it make you feel good? Yeah, it does. So then, but I want to yeah, feel but good. Like, yeah, <laughs> you can't feel good by <laughs> buying shit. Yeah, you can. <laughs> uh, you shouldn't try. <laughs> it's a downward spiral. Because <laughs> you're going to feel bad when you look at your fucking bank account or a credit card statement or ca- or your just your wallet. I own my yeah, wallet. Yeah, you're I right. Go, I know. Low on funds. Like, 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 <laughs> like, like, but I certainly got a fucking chain that makes me look like I never left Bridgewater. So <laughs> You really are going full Bridgewater. It's spite chain now. It's fucking <laughs> yeah. 2019 spite chain. Yeah. I'm not, I paid for this shit. I'm wearing it. All. The only, my only problem is, like, I'm weary about wearing it in the shower. Well, obviously, don't wear jewelry in the shower. Like, who the fuck would? But, like... Why would you not... Why would you Why would you wear jewelry in the shower? Is my I question. I have to take it off. I just fucking shower and go. Laziness. Yeah. <laughs> so? That's like, I, I, I wouldn't go lifestyle. to, <laughs> I wouldn't go to bed with jewelry on either. That would bug me. Oh, I go sleep with this on for sure. For sure. Wouldn't that, doesn't that bug you? No. Why? I don't feel it. What do you sleep on? Uh, depends. Uh. Literally depends. Yeah. Burn up, burn up. Um, I, most nights, just my wife beater and underwear. 
Uh, but I do love a good pajama bottom. Like, like a nice I would like to treat myself pants. to some nice pajamas. I some have point. some, but it just depends. Usually I'm too fucked up to bother putting them on. Like I'm taking yeah. off one pair of pants. Why am I going to put on another okay. pair? Yeah. So, well, I, like I, I'm just a hot sleeper, so... But yeah. what I do like is wearing them pajamas and just getting up the next day and spending my whole day in pajamas. Yeah, I love that feeling. <laughs> so then you're like, I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. that feeling. Yeah, fuck yeah. clothes. Well, you know, it's, uh, I just, uh, I, it's comfy. It's like, it's, you know, super comfy. It is. So, no, I, I, I can't sleep naked. I've tried it. It's too uncomfortable. And I, like Not the, to- I, you, I don't, don't like totally the idea naked. at any point my butthole could touch my sheets. Yeah. It just seems weird. I know my butthole's clean. I, I've It just seems weird. I've slept with underwear and nothing else. That feels good. Mm-hmm. Topless sleeping. Nothing like it. It's well, fantastic. yeah. I, I think as a woman, especially best because you keep those things chained up all day, right? Yeah. Oh, it's the best feeling ever, taking off a bra. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's, there's no better feeling in the world yeah. than that. So, yeah. Topless sleeping is fun. Yeah. It is what it is. I just enjoy it. You know, I... Yeah. But, like, if I'm taking a nap, I'm fully clothed with, like, a blanket over me. Fully clothed? Yeah, yeah. Just oh. a nap. Oh. I don't... I, I take off... Actually... Well, it depends. Am I going to jerk off before this nap? If I'm going to jerk off before this nap, then no, it's not fully clothed. Well, I, I always figured that if a guy really wanted to jerk off, he would just, like, Most put the pants down enough? Pre, put the pants pre-nap. down enough? No, like, but you can't. I'm not a normal really guy lazy. when it comes to jerking off. Like, I just, oh, like, like, no, because like, I, I, I never understood this whole fucking, this whole stereotype of coming into a Kleenex. Like, when I'm done, I just shoot on my belly and I fucking Isn't wipe it, it up with my underwear do, and then I go to sleep. Do most guys people use? Kleenex? Yeah, they shoot into something. Oh, that's weird. I, yeah. guess that's I like, never, I, know I never that's thought actually that. Probably normal. What I do is probably considered weird. I, I don't think that that's weird at but all. But that's why I do it before a nap. If you were to give a guy a hand nap, job. And I fucking shower, you know, like, like. If you were to give a guy a hand job, you wouldn't do it into a I would a not Kleenex. do that, but <laughs> um, despite what many people would claim, <laughs> I'm not giving hand jobs. You know what, if, if a girl was to give yeah. a guy a hand job. But they always wipe up. I get a hand job from a woman once, and then she fucking like grabbed something, started to wipe around the base of my dick, and my fucking everything like cleaned she, it all she cleaned up. up for you. That's a good deed. Yeah. Well, I never saw her again. So. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with cleaning it up. Yeah, I, I have a theory that she was. Uh oh. I love this. How much trouble do we want to get in on this a lot. podcast? Let's get in trouble. I want to tell this story exactly the way I want to tell it without altering my language. Do you here? Let me get you another beer. Yeah, yeah, I'm almost And then we'll, we'll tell this story. We'll tell this story. Oh, no, I still got some oh. of this. I'm still <laughs> sipping this. Don't. I'm not a Travis Lindsay. Travis Lindsay often leaves mouthfuls of beers and uh, mouthfuls and beers at my place. And then okay. I go, you didn't finish it. Like, I never say that to him, but I'm like, you still got a mouthful. I know it's as warm as your sock is on your foot right now. But like, so anyway, I'll tell this story because... Um, I'm just gonna. I, I, oh, you, you still need to get a drink too. I should wait for you. This is. See, okay. No, you think I, you think I'm angry at you? I'm not. Just, what are you angry about? This is what I. This is what I. This is what I mean about online shit. Nothing about the fucking. Because like, okay, like, uh, so a comic died uh, tonight. A maritime comic. Mm-hmm. 
And you know, I, I I worked with him maybe five times. I, you know, he's done Gus's two or three times, so I kind of feel like I should write something like condolences to his friends and his family. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, rest in peace, blah 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 blah. And this other comic who knows him better than I, did, like, he did the laughing like on that post. Oh, that's I'm just not, like that's not cool. I wonder if that would have been a mistake. But like now, my initial fucking reaction is now I want to fight this guy. Who the fuck would And you- it may, he might know this fun comic better than I do, and maybe he's just, that's how he processes the grief thing, but, like, now I want to fight this fuck. You know what I mean? Like, like this is how out of control that's, online is. Yeah, like, that's... Yeah. I wonder, you'd have to wonder if that was a mistake or not, though. I don't know. Anyway. Maybe it was a mistake. Okay, so... So, from death to a so, jerk-off story. So, I, probably the last time I had any sort of sexual interaction with somebody... Was I was probably a year into comedy, like maybe I was living in Clayton Park, not where I live now, but around the corner. And uh, I met this girl on Plenty of Fish, and the first thing, and again, I want to preface, I'm I'm just going to tell the story the way I would tell it if there were no mics on, and if you're offended by it, then do not take content if you are hypersensitive. Fucking gives a shit. Anyway, I'm done caring about whiny pussies and what they think about shit. We don't care Um, about you. So anyway, intoxicated is not for sissy bitches. Yeah. So I, uh, I was on plenty of fish and I started talking to this chick who's from Moncton and I don't remember her name because it started with, it started with a Z, which is not, which is not common. No. I just call her Zathura now. Like, do you you remember Zathura? Zathura was a movie sequel to Jumanji in a weird way. Oh it was gosh. written by the dumb of the same people who did Jumanji, but it was like a board game in space where, like, and it was, it was a bad movie. So I just, it's, her name started with a Z, so I call her Zathura. So for the rest of the story, I'll call her Zathura. Like it. And, but she had a profile which she was sharing with another friend of hers. That's which weird. I thought was weird. It's weird when couples do it, even weirder if friends do it. Because, that. like, there were two girls in the picture, and I didn't know who was talking to me. That's bizarre. But she's like, I come to Halifax all the time. She's like, I mean, I like bigger guys. Like, I think mm. you're cute and blah, 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 blah. So there was a snowstorm where she, like, was stranded in Halifax. Uh-huh. She came up to my place and we, we smoked a joint and we listened to some music. And then we ended up in our, my bed and we were, like, making out. And then uh, she gave me a hand job over the underwear hand job. So it was like, but in a way, I was kind of grateful because so we, like extreme dry humping, or was yeah, she? Was just, but like, like how graphic do you want me to be about this? I mean, I don't give a shit. There's no real dry. I I have foreskin, so there's no real dry jerking off. I don't need lube to jerk off. I have a foreskin. No, but I mean, like, was she rubbing it or was no, she, she holding had it? Gripped it. it like she was gripped holding like it a dick through it just the underwear. Was like, it was like you had an erection, and she's. My main onto it and started fucking. My yeah. main question is: is like, what's the fucking? Why don't you just go under the underwear? Like at that I point, I don't get it. That's really but bizarre. at the same time, because of the snowstorm, uh, none of us had power. Like you know, power just came back on like hours before this. Oh, uh, okay. So I was kind of like, I didn't shower for twenty four hours. So like, maybe an over the top boxer mm. hand job was the best. You know, like fair. You no, know, I try to be cleanly all the time, but like maybe yep. an over top. Yeah, but then I kept trying to like I kept su- I was sucking on her titties and I kept trying to fucking like finger, her. and every time I put my like hand down her pants, I'd get to like her pubic hair, and she'd be like, no, 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 like playfully and like oh my really hand up, right, and I was like, why didn't she want me to finger her? Like like what's like, like period, 
which would have been the logical probably explanation, but the in hindsight <laughs> later, I was like, well, she did have an Adam's apple. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, was she was there like a dick down there? Like was oh. she like? Uh, and granted, there was. I know now with ultra ultra hindsight, she's definitely a woman. Oh, okay, naturally born woman. And then I was like, she doesn't understand how. N- how much- okay, I would be. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I wouldn't, like I wouldn't freak you, out. I wouldn't. I'd, and, I'd just be like, okay, so there's this thing you didn't tell me about. All right, did, well, I guess we got to figure out what to do with this. Like, like oh my like, gosh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't think I would do anything to it sexually. Right, but it, it wouldn't. But it gross, wouldn't. Bite, it it wouldn't, wouldn't gross me out if I no. was hooked up. If I was hooking up with a woman, if a woman stuck my dick and then she stood up and she had an erection, I'd be like. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. But, like, I wouldn't... I know Travis and Holmes like, don't fucking say... You would love that. But what I'm saying is, like, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be upset. I would be like... No, you wouldn't... Yeah. It, I just don't you, see... But would me, you have I, a positive reaction? No, because to me, I honestly think that she's still a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what's absolutely. so fucking confusing to me about gender identity and this and that. And you can't say this and you got proper pronouns and it's not he, she, it's they, them. Yeah. I came to accept transsexuals and understand that a part of my life was just going, oh, that's not a boy. That's a girl. That's not a girl. That's a man. Like, right, right, right. Boy, right? Yeah. Like, like, that was it. If you, if you, I, I honestly was like, not didn't grow up, but in my 20s, I had this fucking thing that was just like, yeah, if you live your life as a woman and you see yourself mentally as a woman, you're a woman. I don't yeah. care what you genitals yeah. you have. You're a woman. Exactly. If you're same in reverse yeah. The other way. Yeah. But now it's, well, I'm not really a woman. I'm not really a man. I'm they. I'm them. I'm Z. I'm Z. And that, and that, that to me, I'm just like, oh, I can't wrap my head around this the shit. The they thing, it, I respect it and I will try my best with it. But it does, <laughs> there's... um. Oh, well, I try my best. I just don't get it. There's a a gender queer, I guess is what Non-binary is Non-binary. There's... Weirds me. I have no idea what that means. I And I've had people... I've had so many people explain to me what non-binary is, and none of it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's confusing. Everything's different. Every explanation's different, and none of it makes like, sense. Like, what would you... Okay, so, in this case, it's a contestant on Big Brother. Mm-hmm. So, if I was talking to you and I said, um, there's a they on Big Brother... I would try very hard to say they. Yeah. I have to actually but stop myself... But I might myself. fuck up and yeah. say the wrong thing, but I would try to say they. Yeah, yeah, it's tough though. Just grammatically, respect, it's just grammatically it's for tough. Another human being, it's not. Oh, hundred percent. I I think that I honestly truly believe that somebody can be born one gender on the inside than they are a different gender on the outside. I one hundred percent, hundred percent believe that. Some of the other shit, I don't believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just getting older. Maybe I'm getting stubborn. Mm. But even if I don't believe you, I respect you enough yeah, to use the fucking word exactly. you want to use. Now, if I don't use the right word, it's because I fucked up. Oh, 100%. It's not because I'm like, and well, think, they want me to use this word. But I'll I show think, them and use the word I want to use. Like, I'm not that person. But I think the they thing, it's tough because you still might look at someone mm-hmm. and think that they're one or the other. Yeah, I get it. And you might just naturally, because we're so accustomed to doing it, say she or he and, but, and so but, it takes see, some time. Is, like, I'm still not convinced that there's not just she and he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I honestly think there's three genders. I think there's he, she, and transgender. Mm-hmm. And transgender means you could go either way. But even, even transgender, like you'd, you'd have to call them she or he. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But, but yeah. what I'm saying is, yeah. is if, if we knew somebody that 
was born a man but lived as a woman, I right. would call her she. Yeah. If they got upset and said, please say they, I would try my hardest to say yeah. they. Yeah. And the thing is, is that we're all, that's all we can do. And that's try. all we can do. But not, try. No, but, but the problem is, is people, some people don't see it that way. Some people see it as. <sighs> yeah. And that's. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because you're hurting everything in the overall cut. I'm not the enemy. I am not your enemy. Yeah, I your know. enemy is somebody that wants you to die because they don't understand who you yeah. are. I, and I am not that person. Yep. I yeah, I might not understand who you are, but I want you to live and be happy. But you're being respectful, and, and I'm going to try my hardest to be respectful. Exactly. And so, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. No, it's it's wild. Yeah, yeah. It, it's interesting on Big Brother. Like you can tell in the beginning of the series, mm-hmm. there was definitely a lot of editing in the diary room. Yeah. Well, I I, I hope we get to a point where it's not an issue. I do too. Like there was the the last Survivor season I watched, there was a man on there, and for I just thought he was a a nerdy man, like, mm-hmm. like he was in mm-hmm. bow tie, like nerdy things, worked in computers or something. And then a contestant just dropped halfway through, like you're not being honest with everybody, you're not telling everybody that you were born a woman. Yeah, and it was like this big. Oh, like, oh, oh yeah, I remember oh, that. I watched shit, that, right? Yeah, and I'm just like, I kind of like the like. I understand the show hid that for that moment so that when we were revealed, it was yeah. more of a. Oh. Yeah, but I like it even more if it was just never even addressed. Like, yeah. not that they just, and I, that sounds like I'm saying hide who you are. I'm not. Yeah, Fucking be open with who you are. But wouldn't it be nice if you could be open with who you are and it didn't matter? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And it, like, exactly. Yeah. And it didn't define who yeah. you were. The problem yeah. is, is so many people want who they are to define who they are. Exactly. And uh, it's not about who you are. It's about what you do. And that the, the, the shitty, stupid Batman Begins quote. But it's not about Reminds me of who you, you are. It's about the things that you do that define you. Like, have you ever like, seen Across the Universe? No. There's a great scene. I only quote Batman movies. That's all I watch. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great scene where they're at the dinner table and someone says... It's not about who you are, it's about what you do. And then someone else goes, no, no, it's not about what you do, it's about who you are. And then someone else goes, no, it's, it's not about who you are, it's about how you do it. <laughs> they, just, they just kept going. Yeah, I love like, that. Nobody can decide. I love that scene. What I'm saying just... is, it doesn't matter if you put on a mask and be Batman, it matters if you stop crime as Batman. Yeah. <laughs> so you can you, you can tell everybody you're Batman, but if you're not solving crimes, yeah, you ain't Batman and you ain't shit. Like, like, yeah. you know, I don't know. I just... I think it's very important that we educate people and not silence them just because maybe I'm sure that somebody could listen to what I'm saying. And be like, you're ignorant about mm. this. Maybe no, I, I don't am. Think so. Maybe I am. But you don't shout me down. You don't write letters. You don't try to get me fired. You don't. Mm-hmm. You just try to educate me. I like to think I'm a pretty reasonable guy. Yeah. No, you are 100. Yeah. percent So yeah. just yeah. yeah, we need more of that in the world. We really need to fucking. Yeah. Just, Stop trying to fucking persecute everybody for every dumb little stupid thing. Yes, that's exactly Just what let it live. is. People make mistakes. My dad says shit that I'm not proud that he says, but I try right. to fucking tell him, like, yeah, you know, yep. like, like, it doesn't mean I love. I don't love my dad any exactly. more than I already did, or any less. It's, he grew up in a different time. He yeah. grew up in a different and time. Usually, my dad, when he says something, I'll go, "That's not right. You should think of it this way." He goes, "Well, I guess you're kind of right." And I remember a conversation once where he said exactly. to me, he was like. Why, why do gay people have to have a gay pride parade? Like, yeah. there's not a straight pride parade, like that old bullshit. And I said, oh, yeah, that's... Dad, but what about, like, the Million Man March? What about the women marching in Washington? What about, and he was like, well, I guess when you put it that way. Exactly, right? Like, that's a different, yeah. And He's I'm not like, against yeah. it. He just didn't no, know. he just didn't understand. It's, yeah, he just didn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. 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 
We're all trying our best, people. I mean, there's just so much shit going on in the world. You can't, you can't expect somebody to process the, all everything that's happening and be a well-functioning, woken, whatever the fuck that means, individual. There's just well, too much yeah. going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, one thing one thing I know is that I just don't have an attachment to a cathedral that burned down, and so yeah, <laughs> that's one well, thing I, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm that's dead, one thing I'm I know. Dead honest about it. If you're more upset about a fucking building burning down than you are about the priests that fuck kids in those right, and all the fucking shit that goes down yeah, in places like that, problem. you have a problem. I don't deny that there's history and there's art and there's all that in that building, but it's just a goddamn building. Yeah, that's all it is. There, there's, there's believed to be. Uh, although the church denies this, there's believed to be um, there's an extra part of the Bible that's believed to exist that they leave out of the Bible, mm. which is supposed to be Christ in His own words, because you never hear Christ in His own words. Right. You hear other people telling stories about about what Christ Him. Said, oh yeah, it's all from Christ His perspective. Did, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you never have a book of Christ where yeah, it's yeah. Christ in His own words, and there is a book that exists out there. Of Christ in His own words, they the now Catholics and Christians will tell you that it's fabricated and that it's not real and blah 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 blah. But in it, one of the first things Jesus says is, "I am God is not in a church. God is not in a stone. You can't. God is in everything. God is in the air that you breathe. God is in the tree that you. You know know what I mean? It's not a place. It's not physical. Yeah, yeah, yeah." And so there's now I don't believe in God and Jesus anyway. Mm. So it seems weird that I'm saying <laughs> all this shit. Um but I just think that if God does exist it is not in 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 a church. It is not in a stone. It's not in No. Yeah. No, one thing I will say, and I brought this up again at that fucking party at Daniel's. But like it <laughs> I do recognize the power of a beautiful building. Because when I've gone into, like, the Basilica in Montreal, like, you do feel a sense of, like, like calmness. And and, and I definitely definitely see the power in that. Um, But But buildings are built and buildings fall. And they can be rebuilt. And it, it's... Yeah. You know, it's it's just to get so upset. Yeah. About... Somebody else's opinion about an old building that really meant nothing to them. Yeah. Like you're not Catholic, are you? I grew up Catholic, but you don't. But, but I you don't, don't care. Not, you don't go to no, church. No. Like, it's, so who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah. And like also too, like just look at what you're commenting on before you start. Like like I do that, think that was more gender based than, than. Well, that tweet you. though wasn't I think about they were more comfortable going after you because you were a woman. I honestly, which is, bu- think which is bullshit. But like that tweet was not about. The church. It was about social media. Yeah, it, was about, it was about how people make it was about tragedies. People everything about themselves. Exactly. It would be like if if I told you tonight about yeah. somebody that was doing that to me. Like with the people death thing. do it. People do it. And that's like all of social media. And I don't know. It's just it's just ridiculous mm-hmm. to like to I don't know jump down someone's throat and say they're being disrespectful and people grieve in different ways. Well, guess what. I grieve through laughing. I, love, jokes. Yeah, I was just going to say, I love how everybody says people grieve in different ways until you grieve through laughter and humor. And then you're not right. And then you're like, well, that's not right. Well, you just said people grieve in different. If, if I would not that I think this is right. But if the way that I grieved was to pick a fucking duck and beat it to death and then fuck it in a public park, 
yeah. that's just how I grieve. Like, like, right? it, it, oh, that was a bad analogy. <laughs> I just realized that so it came out of my mouth. I think I just wanted to say that I was going to beat a duck and fuck it to death. <laughs> Jesus I don't think there was anything important to be said in that. We were on a roll and then I ruined it. <laughs> but it is a weird thing because mm. humor is how a lot of people deal with the shittiness of the yep. world. I remember the first funeral that I ever went to as like a, you know, a non little kid. Yeah, and I've been doing jokes about them adult funerals. And and like I remember like a friend of ours mom died and like a group of us just went and stood in the back and started joking around and we all looked at each other and went like, you know, I think we needed to like we needed to joke. We needed yeah. we needed to have a laugh cuz it was just too much. I remember one time in university, it was not a death thing, but a female friend of mine and her boyfriend, uh, she was on the phone with her family and they got in this big fight and she hung up the phone and she was crying her eyes out and her boyfriend just hugging her. And I just stood up and took my pants off. <laughs> like I just dropped my pants to the floor in the middle of this room. Comic relief. And she just started laughing. Comic she, relief. And she was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I just need to break the tension. I somehow. would, I would appreciate that so much. <laughs> like, like I'm putting it on record now. If I have to deal with like the death of anyone close to me, you can take come, the pants off. come and make me laugh. Like for real. Like I, I appreciate that so much. I think that that shows. Oh, me for so sure. Much. You like, need humor. It's, it has to be there. And 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 like I said, it's so funny that people are like you said. Like I don't know. Just so quick like, to judge. Oh, you can you can use every other coping mechanism except humor. If it, except unless it aligns with what they think is funny, and, most, and then they go, "Oh, that's funny." <laughs> and most of these people claim to yeah. be so open and open minded. That's white people. We stink. We really truly do. Yeah. In many ways, <laughs> God, do we ever? Uh, I'll be the I'll be the first to admit it. Like I, I just think, but I think we also have to be like recognize like like that tweet. It was also about privilege. You can't go to Paris if you're fucking poor. But so, also, like I said to you in the comments, or, or I didn't say to you in the, I said I wanted to leave it on the comments was uh, about how like if you're offended by this, tweet at Whitney Cummings. <laughs> oh wait, you won't do that because you know one of two things are going to happen. She's either going to ignore you, so you're not going to get the response you want, or she's going to slaughter you because she's hilarious and you won't get the response you want. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you go after Sarah because you know you're going to respond to them, which is what they want. Yeah. Yeah, and it's true. It's just so stupid. It was so pointless and so meaningless for them to get that mm-hmm. fucking upset over a guy over a tweet that you didn't write. Yeah, I just posted it. Yeah, this yeah. is this you just is, shared it. This is the world we live That's in. That's it. Can't fucking. Yeah, it's fucked up. No. Well, I. Uh, it's kind of a downer to end it on. But yeah, no, I think we're, we, we went we're gonna, all over the place. We are going to end this episode. I'm, I'm just saying, look, if there's five minutes in this podcast that you didn't enjoy, just wait five minutes. <laughs> boy, oh boy, did we switch it's topics. Like, it's like the weather in Halifax. Yeah, for you exactly. just, you just got to like wait five minutes. the fucking Big Brother talk. <laughs> I loved the Big Brother talk. Then you can wait for the sex talk. If you didn't like that talk, then you can wait for the fucking <laughs> religion. Uh, meme sharing religion talk. It's, what a, it's a fucking mix. This was... Andrew, I appreciate it so much, buddy, yeah. for coming on. I always like having you on. We would and have it, just been doing this anyway over text if I just stayed home. And just, <laughs> and it's true. Just in general, the boys' club, all of you guys do so much for intoxicated, and I thank you all. Thank uh, you. Even Dan reached out saying, "Oh, if you really need an episode, I'm down." Yeah. So I, I can't say thank you enough for for coming on all the time, and uh, and everyone, please check out Boys Club yeah. if you can handle it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I honestly don't give a fuck. I don't look at the iTunes ratings. I don't look at the comments. I don't look at the fucking comments. That's on good the though. I don't. That's good. 
good. You're, you're doing it for do fun. You say fuck it. You like it or you don't. Hate it or love it. You know, fucking underdogs. Hate it or love top. it. You know, truth or truth. Cent, I'm a shine until my heart stops. <laughs> there you go. Envy me. No, that's a great way to live. Yeah, yeah it is. It's, it's, it's just it is. It's like mm-hmm. you don't read the fucking comics. You, don't I mean, read I, the comments. That should be the title. Don't read the comments. D- that should be the title of this episode. Don't read the comments. Jamie Foxx said it best. Don't read the comments. Don't feed the troll or whatever it is. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. They can't take a joke. That's true. Well, mm. but thanks so much, bud. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was fun. We're going to keep hanging out. Yeah. And I'm going to finally get high. For a little bit. Then I'm going to go home. I'm going to get high, though. <laughs> I couldn't get high on this episode because yeah. I don't know how to run a podcast when I'm high. I'm going to go home within the hour just because my roommate is leaving for a couple days and oh, I'm hanging out with him a little bit. Oh, so. you want to have the roommate time? Well, I want to find out how his fucking roast beef sandwich went last oh night. Oh my god. That was not said on the podcast. Oh. It was not said on the podcast. So you're wondering what I mean? <laughs> Richard's going to hate me for this one. Can we stop recording Richard, now before something else comes Richard out won't make it to this point. Hmm. Let's be honest. Richard doesn't listen to the boys club when he's in the same room as the boys club. <laughs> That's very true. So he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. But thanks so much, Andrew. Thank you so much, friend. You get to do a bell ring? Ring that bell. Just one? There you go. Three in a row and I hit him without fucking it up, Travis. Pew.